0: That's ChumbaCasino.com.
1: No purchase necessary. BTW, group. Void. were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
0: Welcome to the Uncooperative Radio Show with Brian Botter. The finest uncooperative, conservative radio of the net. Kicking down the wall. Blowing away the smoke screens. You cockroaches. And you know who you are. You can run, but you can't hide. Brian Bonner stands for truth, justice, and the American way. Enemies of America, foreign and domestic, consider yourself on notice. Uncooperative radio is coming for you.
2: The
3: Cooperative Radio Show. I'm your host, Brian Bonner from CooperativeBlogger.com. You're listening on cooperativeradio.com. And I'm here with my lovely wife and producer, Susan. Say hello, Susan.
1: Hello, American patriots.
3: What are we talking about this evening?
1: On Sundays, we start with a prayer. And there is more going on about the Oregon standoff that no one is talking about, but we will. There's about, well, you're going to read it anyway. There's about 14 articles, Brian, since no one stopped.
3: Well, you know, they got to talk nonstop about Cruz or Trump or I hate Trump. I hate Cruz. Yeah, whatever.
1: It's ridiculous. There's so much more news out there.
3: And sadly, some conservatives think Rubio would be a good a good choice for vice president. No.
1: Okay, then the ups and downs for the week, the illegal alien invasion report, the political smackdown and medical madness if we get to it. If you get out of the ups and downs.
3: Okay <laughs> Let's give it a shot. Let's see what happens. All right, it's Sunday so it's time for a prayer. This is the Lord's Prayer from the Anglican Book of Common Prayer 1662.
1: Pretty cool, huh?
3: Pretty cool. Amen. And the Catholic Church still says that last part too.
1: That's how they most said people it and- don't.
3: Yeah, most people stop after.
1: Yeah, the know, the. Uh,
3: the Lord's from evil.
1: Yeah, the rest of the uh, Christians do, but yeah, that's how it was in 1662.
3: In the Anglican, but yep. The Anglican Church, you know, was the official was the official Church of England. All right, the follow-up from the Oregon Standoff. All articles are from OregonLive.com. Wow, 14 to 15 stories?
1: Yep. Well, no, I'm not going to... No, we're going to do each story a day. You know, one one or two stories each show. Oh, okay. That's how we're going to do.
3: There are at least 14 to 15 stories that are days to weeks old that no one is talking about. So, we're going to try and get to them. Oh, wait, I know. I've talked about the election. Okay, uh... Rubio is not, uh, not a natural born citizen. Cruz is not a natural born citizen. So those two are out for me. And that's all I can tell you. I'm not, I'm not going to tell you who I care about. And I'm not going to attack the people that I don't want to care about. That sums it up. Now we can get on to the stuff nobody else is talking about. A bill to shield the identity of the officer who killed Oregon standoff spokesman Lavoie Finnicum probably won't clear the Senate before session ends. Well, well, that's good to know. But why are we protecting the identity of the officer that killed the individual?
1: He didn't kill, he murdered him.
3: Call it what you will. He definitely killed him, either way. <laughs> uh, yeah, but we can't, you get no special treatment. You can't hide after you after you discharge your weapon and kill somebody. You, even if they pass this law, it wouldn't matter. It'd take you to federal court. So, it's a complicated issue and there's not a lot of time, said Senate President Pro Tem Diane Rosenbaum, Democrat, Portland, who chairs the rules committee where the bill is parked. The bill passed the House 55 to 3 on February the 17th and is waiting for its first hearing. Things could change, but right now it's not scheduled, Rosenbaum said. House Bill 4087 would conceal the identity of an officer who uses deadly force for up to 90 days. A judge could only issue an order if there's an imminent specific threat to an officer's life. I don't know what that sentence is supposed to refer to. A judge could only issue an order. Anyway, um, I don't know why they want to protect the identity for up to 90 days. I, I, it's not going to change anything. And you know how much they hate, you know how much the people hate when you don't release information, they get all upset. So What do you think the uh, Black Lives Matter crowd is going to do and you start hiding behind, uh, you know, S.H.I.E.L.D. laws? And is it isn't going to help matters, I'll tell you that. So that is the case for the officer who shot Finicum. According to Representative Jeff Barker, Demon Aloha, who introduced the measure at the request of Oregon State Police. Supporters say it is critical to protect the Oregon State police officer who shot Finnicum last month. But some civil liberties and advocates and media groups worry it could be used to protect police misconduct in perpetuity. Finnicum 54, was killed January the 26 along a wooded stretch of highway 20 miles north of Burns. We're in Oregon, of course. The Arizona rancher was driving three other militants to a community... Militants? Really? Uh, nice. Patriots. To a community... Meaning... It says meaning. Uh, meeting. in John Day. Nearly a month after the group seized the Mallard National Wildlife Refuge Headquarters. An aerial FBI video shows Finnicum exit his Dodge Ram pickup with his hands raised, then appear to reach for a pocket on the left side of his jacket before getting gunned down. Police said he had a 9mm semi-automatic handgun, except the 9mm they said was his was not his handgun, and he was not armed when he left Mallard National Wildlife Refuge. So where did the 9mm come from? And yeah, he was shot in his side. So of course he, he his hand went to it. I don't want to go through this again. That's I'm sorry, that shooting is sus seriously suspect. I watched the footage. There was no reason to shoot him. I don't have all the angles I wasn't there. But they're darn sure better be an investigation into it because if we gotta indict people all the time for just because black people complain that they're, they're not making officers go to jail even though they have a legitimate shoot or or an honest citizen. They want it to be like if a white person kills a black person you go to jail even if even if you're defending yourself. That, this, that, that's the kind of nonsense they're looking for. Well, anyway, <clears throat> the 41-day occupation of the Mallor National Wildlife Refuge cost taxpayers at least $3.3 million to cover the massive police response, a week of shuttered schools, and a long list of supplies, ranging from food to flashlight batteries, according to an Oregonian, Oregon Live, analysis of public and tribal budgets. All right, first thing. I don't remember we the people, or I don't remember those patriots requesting a police presence. Did you? I I mean, who decided there should be a police presence that cost three million dollars? Sort of heck wasn't us. There was well, there was no need for them. nothing happened. Nothing happened until they made it happen. So it's a colossal waste of money. What went on is. My is criminal, I'm sorry. And uh don't be telling us how much they cost us. You cost us you're ridiculous police. What are we the FBI for, by the way? There's nothing to investigate. Why we why say the FBI there? Why why aren't the local police handling it? And anyway, that town and the surrounding area, because of that. $3.3 billion of, of police presence made out like bandits. It was great for their economy. I don't know what everyone's complaining about. All those officers had to sleep somewhere, eat somewhere, buy supplies somewhere. The total will certainly grow. The amount doesn't include any figures from the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service, which operates the 187,700-acre Bird Sanctuary seized January the 2nd by armed militants. They're patriots, not militants. You could call them militia if you want. You could call them citizens if you want. You can call them patriots if you want, but you may not call them militants. The FBI, still in the midst of a criminal investigation, announced that it turned over control of the refuge to the Fish and Wildlife Service, Late Tuesday afternoon. The agency can only now begin to assess the damage that dozens of interlopers caused after they moved into the refuge headquarters compound. They used backhoes, government trucks, and computers, and left piles of garbage and feces in their wake, federal investigators said. Nonsense. They did no such thing. Much of the estimate reflects the expense of having scores of police officers from across the state converge on Harney County for more than a month for around the clock work. The cost of the Oregon State Police alone stands at more than one point two million, the analysis found. Again, what were you doing there? You didn't do anything. why did you cost us why do we want you there? You didn't do anything. All you had to do, all you kept trying to do was inflate the situation. Another seven hundred eighty eight thousand five hundred paid for help from other police and government agencies that responded from outside the county mostly sheriff's offices that sent deputies to help patrol that amount also included compensation for police officers from cities including portland and eugene and 9-11 dispatchers from places including hood river the, f- the overall figure includes money and to pay the wages of employees who couldn't go to work for instance. 425000 for about 120 workers at the U.S. Bureau of Land Management who stayed home while their offices were closed. Why do you pay them for staying home? I'm confused. Most people don't get paid for staying home. While some federal employees were able to do certain work from home, most couldn't do their regular jobs, the bosses said. Obviously not. Because, I don't know, were they stopping them? The number doesn't factor the cost of putting off projects, said Land Bureau spokesman Michael Campbell. We haven't even begun to think about how we could do an evaluation to get at the question of lost time in the field or projects we didn't get to or projects that were temporarily delayed. Campbell said much of the estimate reflects the expense of having scores of police officers, and it's repeating itself again. How nice. Uh, da, da, da. We haven't even begun to think about how we could do it. Oops, Susan double tapped. <clears throat> All right, move along. Local agencies, Harney County and schools, and the cities of Burns and Hines shouldered a cost of nearly $522,000 throughout the occupation, the analysis found. The expense of closing schools for why? Nobody was near this, no one was in the school, nobody, there was nobody. There were no threats to attack the anybody anywhere outside of the Mallet Wildlife Refuge. They weren't threatening the townsfolk. They weren't going to do anything to the schools. What, why would you stop schools? Why would you close the schools? Talk about paranoia and what kind of left-wing lunatics are in Harney County. According to the figures obtained from Harney County Judge Steve Grasty, the, whose role is akin to that of a county chairman, other ongoing costs incurred by the schools include heightened security on campus. The county paid, so basically, you cost you a whole lot of money for completely overreacting to the situation. And we're supposed to give you that money? That money comes from me. Out here in Montana, and it does for people in Georgia. Why should we pay for your paranoia? I'm getting tired of the federal government looking like a piggy bank to local and state governments. This should have never started. It is unconstitutional for the national government to give any money to the state and local municipalities. No, no state aid, no schools, no highway funds, nothing. The county paid $6,400 a month to Laura Cleland, director of communications with the Association of Oregon Counties, who acted as public information officer and dealt with the onslaught of regional, national, and international media. Cleveland continues to work on. Hey, look! Always look. If there's a way to spend money, don't don't they just know how to do it? Oh, let's get a special spokesperson in too. And pay for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry about it. We'll get the money back from the federal government. Come on, grab more than Mary. Let's go. I say there should be a big shock to the people in Oregon that the national government's not going to give them a dime. Of course, that won't happen. That's how it's supposed to happen. The county of just over 7,100 people spent more than 90,000 on materials, including meals and the setup of joint command and information centers, where, edgi- again, agencies coordinated response and outreach. The county had to reprogram its own radios and those of other agencies so officials could talk to each other, Gresty said. Yeah, a, a profound overreaction to something. That's all this is. And they they, they want to get paid for it. You're the other one that overreacted. Suck it up. The only people that got hurt were those patriots. At one point, we were buying almost 200 AA batteries a day for flashlights that were working all night long, he said. This just keeps adding on to stupidity, overreaction, caused all those people to be working at night someplace they didn't need to be, and cost money for being there. I understand that, but you're the one who made it happen. You people decided you wanted all this. We didn't. We, the people of the country, didn't want it. No one asked us, why, why should we pay for it? Anyway, they wanted to grow far beyond ninety thousand, he said. Not including the tallies, where things like added demand for food and services at Harney County Senior Center, the nonprofit more with more than $1 dollars in annual revenue, runs a food pantry and administers federal energy assistance. Why did you need this? Again, unnecessary. Executive Director Angie Lamborn encountered new faces among the regular visitors during the occupation. They asked for extra food and acknowledged they weren't full-time residents, she said. Lamborn couldn't quantify the impact on the Senior Center's finances, but she said they've taken a pretty big hit as a result. 36 other government law enforcement agencies from across Oregon also pitched in until the final militants left February the 11th, sending 198 public officials to Harney County. 198 public officials. There's what, two guys left? There was two guys left in there? Yeah. 36 other agencies, law enforcement, blah, 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 blah. It's quite spendy, blah, 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 chair of the Burns Paiute P- tribe, and then other people with always their hand out, the Indians. Of those, the Clackamas County Sheriff's Office burden was highest at more than $136,700, according to data collected by the FBI. The noma County Sheriff's Office spent almost $70, Thousand dollars and the Marion County Sheriff's Office more than sixty-seven thousand dollars. By the way, you could cut how many officers you have on the street by allowing the citizens to carry firearms and do most of the work for them. Deputies traveled to Harney County through every part of the state from as far. There was the, we didn't need the ones that were there. I don't. This is nonsense. I don't want to read this anywhere. Blah, 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 blah. Boring, boring, boring. Money, money, money. Blah, 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 blah. Money, money. Blah, blah, gimme, gimme, gimme. Governor Kate Brown has talked with U.S. Senator Ron Wyden, Democrat Oregon, about the prospect of federal money to offset some of the state's expenses, said Kirsten Granger, spokeswoman for Brown. Big surprise. Gimme, gimme. And in the event any occupiers are... Ever convicted of crimes, Brown wants Oregon to seek restitution to further reduce its cause. If there's an opportunity for the state to do that, Gray just said, "We absolutely will. Of course, you will." The Bureau of Land Management and Fish and Wildlife Service weren't the only eight federal agents paying their workers to stay home. Only idiots pay workers to stay home. The U.S. Forest Service oversees the Malheur National Forest, which spans Harney, Grant, Baker, and Mallor counties. The agency mainly administers the forest out of John Day, but about 36 employees also work at the Emigrant Creek Ranger District office in Hines, said spoke Mike Steerly. Their salaries total about 31000 per week. Steerly said, they sound overpaid to me. Most of the workers, he said, were able to take laptops home. What the heck just happened? Uh, I'm sorry. I have no idea what happened.
1: What did you do to the copy? I don't know. (laughs) Oh, no. Did, um, they, I don't think they had it on this article, because I was just reading another one that we're probably going to do later, um, that a judge wants them to the, the people that were at the standoff to pay $77,000 per for each day that they had stayed at the, the refuge. So, you're right. This is like a cash cow for everybody. Of
3: course it is. I don't know. It seems I've done a whole lot of stuff that I didn't do. I'm trying to <laughs> undo them, but it's taking me forever to do it. It's just...
1: Oh, my goodness. You really did a job on this copy, Brian. <laughs> Why don't you just get it back from the email? Start over.
3: <laughs> I don't know. Can I do that?
1: Well, I, yeah, I don't know if you didn't delete it.
3: Ah, what's going on? Your computer's going crazy. It's my, where's my keyboard?
1: Uh, over here.
3: That's something's on it. Uh, sorry about this, but I'm just—it's just going crazy. Yeah, See, what was what was wrong there, Susan?
1: This I found on the floor.
3: First of all. That means it was knocked down. It fell off the thing of the Turn it off, whatever you do. No wonder my thing's all messed up. Go away! Don't oh. don't save anything. Get out of here.
1: <laughs> He's fighting with the copy. Oh my lord! Anyway, yeah, the judge wants them to pay seventy-seven thousand dollars per day that they um, were at the compound.
3: Oh, there was much more than this. Oh, I know. I mean, they want the federal government to offset their costs. I
1: know, I, was I a, know. That's what I'm saying. It was
3: a profound overreaction by the by the government. That's why it cost so. You didn't need it. None of that needed to happen. Nobody, they didn't stop anything. They didn't do anything. They just sat around and ate all our eggs. Okay? And then they just say, oh, wow, we let's all get in on this. There was no need. They weren't doing anything. If you weren't going to charge the compound, what was the point? we are just going to wait for them to leave, you, then you didn't need to be there. They weren't threatening the people in Hardy County.
1: I love that they even involved the schools. <laughs> oh, they had to
3: close the school. Why? Who overreacted there? Why am I paying for your overreaction? Again, I don't care what Oregon has to pay for this. They should fire all your ass, but... They won't, cause they're left wing lunatics. The left coast is completely lost to us. Just most of the east coast too.
0: So See, now
3: no. I'm trying to get past. Look at us, blah blah blah. Locally, blah blah blah. Yeah, you blah, did blah. All that blah 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 blah. <laughs> you at did this and blah, <laughs> blah 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 blah. <laughs> Federal having, agency burns a... Paiute tribe. We did that too. Blah blah blah. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> Bibbidi blue and uh Bobody Bee and of course the Indians, like I said before, always have their hand out. Um, it just ends with I really don't have a grand total, Roderick said, but it looks like we're going to have more expenses. Of course, it's quite spendy.
1: Okay, the, this is the whole point that they were trying to make. Why is the federal government involved in this? If the federal government was not involved in any of the lands and it was owned by the states, none of this would have happened. Number one. Number two, the states can better manage it.
3: Of course they can. If they choose to, if they choose to sell it, then they choose to sell it. It's their land. It's not this nonsense that you people think you you own land in my state of Montana is idiotic that you would accept that we have to burden ourselves with preserving land so you can come visit it. Uh, there's nothing in the Constitution about that. There's there's nothing about parks. There's, not a lot of the parks. there's no antiquities in the Constitution. All that is nonsense. It's all unconstitutional. And as soon as we get back to it, it's void. That's the best thing about the Constitution. The minute we get back, everything that wasn't directly enumerated the constitution is gone instantaneously in the blink of an eye it's gone meanwhile money 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 that's all people want money 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 Money. and a soft break see a cooperative radio show you stay tuned cause we'll be right back (laughs)
4: Hi, this is Jeff Carlisi from the Band 38 Special. The mainstream media has failed the American people once again. Internet radio networks like Red State Talk Radio will not fail you. Tune in 24 hours a day, Studios A and B.
2: Great conservative programming around the clock. Red State Talk Radio, the dominant force in Internet conservative talk radio. Do you use Viagra or Cialis? Have you been thinking about trying Viagra or Cialis? What if we could promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for Viagra, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call 800-764-9168 and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for Viagra. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in an unmarked package. Call us right now, 800 764 That's 800-764-9168.
3: The Radio Show. Hour half of one.
1: <laughs> he looks at me before he does this all the time. <laughs> he looks at me, see if I'm going to react. So, yes, we will be bringing you more from the uh, fallout.
3: Hey, you could have brought us more, less of that, more of something else. We don't need a, just boring accounting. It's People are already snoring out there. <laughs>
1: No, they're not, because this is how ludicrous it is in our country right now.
3: Ludicrous speed! All right, let's go on to the ups and downs for the week.
1: You think you'll get them through them before the top of the hour? Are we placing breaths again?
3: <laughs> I'll, if you want to bet... <laughs> that bet. you won't. <laughs> uh, um, I might. I might, Rabbit. I might. All right, up for AOL.com. Morgan County, Indiana, February twenty fifth, 2016. A 66-year-old woman took on a robber and won. Wednesday afternoon, Karen Long told deputies she saw a man walking toward her home. Long rushed to the front door to lock it, but it was too late.
1: Now, he must have really looked... You know, nasty for her to even be that upset that someone was walking to her house.
3: Yeah, I don't know how he. Fi- why would you assume he was a criminal?
1: Yeah, exactly.
3: There's something missing in this story. I, <laughs> I know. does it make sense. I mean, does she do this to everybody that walks to her house? And uh, okay. She- he yanked it out of my hand and he bulldogged me in," said Karen Long. Immediately, a struggle started between Long and the masked robber. Oh, he's masked. That's how she knew. I don't believe in being a victim, said Long. The man took her to down to the ground, but Long didn't let up. He shoved me. I stumbled and fell there. Then he started down the hall. My little nephew is there, and that's when I attacked him. I jumped on his back, and he and I went down to the floor again, said Long. (laughs) Long's seven-year-old nephew was homesick from school. He was crying and scared, but the robber didn't care. He kept saying, don't look at me, don't look at me. Just give me your money and don't look at me, and you won't get hurt, said Long. She knew the mass robber was bigger and stronger, but didn't stop her. I am 66. A lot of people consider that elderly, but that's the new 40, admits Long. After throwing several punches, Long decided she wanted more power. Good for her,
1: Brian. (laughs) I bet this guy was so surprised that (laughs) this woman was going to do this to him.
3: Yeah, I want more power. I don't know. (laughs) So, did she ask for a pause to give him a timeout? Well, I had my gun up there, and I reached for it, and he... Heard me racket, said Long. Deputies say the robber tried tying Long to a table, but he ended up taking off within seconds of hearing her gun. I was saying a few choice words at him, let me tell you. I did tell him, you picked the wrong house, buddy, said Long.
1: Yes, he did. His aunt
3: told us her nephew is still scared and she's still sore. I am bruised in places I didn't know could be bruised, said Long. If the robber wasn't enough of a warning, this tough woman has another for the robber. They come back to this house. They will not walk away, said Long. She's
1: going to kill him.
3: The robber did get away with some small belongings. Investigators are following up on the very promising leads. With help of the community, Long is offering a $1,000 reward for any information that helps catch this suspect.
1: Go, Grandma. We the people. Power to the people. Hurrah. That was an up. That was an up. <laughs> good for her. Oh man, this guy's gone He's probably telling his buddies, Don't go back there you know? Just this crazy lady. She she attacked me. She jumped on his back. My god. But you know what we always say, a home invasion is the most dangerous thing. Yep. Because that person didn't care. Right. And her little nephew was in there.
3: Yep. See, if she, if she had a handgun on her, she wouldn't have been saw her. <laughs> and he <laughs> might not have gotten away. <laughs> well,
1: she did eventually get the gun. But... Oh, but
3: you have to get to it. I mean, that's the point. Well,
1: the point, to also, I mean. To, and she, the
3: handgun is, it's close quarters. Almost, you can't really miss unless you panic. Well, she uh,
1: probably didn't want to ha- strap to her with her seven-year-old nephew around
3: doesn't stop me.
1: Well, that's what, true, because you have to give to give them gun safety course. Eddie Eagle.
3: That's right. Eddie the Eagle.
1: Look it up, parents. Eddie Eagle.
3: NRA, Eddie Eagle program. Excellent. Excellent. Worth every penny. Get the videos. Sit down with your kids. The conversation should be natural, but if it's not because we've all been screwed out of uh, our rights for so long... And you're just try you're just trying to start up your own little thing so you don't have anything to work from, you know.
1: I mean from could, your past. It could actually also be like a community you know, a neighborhood thing. Get all the kids together and
3: Yeah, it could be but people aren't don't seem that neighborly anymore. Most people don't even know who their neighbors are.
1: I really hate to break it to everybody. We need to be armed. We're being invaded.
3: We need to be armed anyway. We're we're just too
1: and our government is again. Out of we're just too
3: we're just too comfortable. We're just complacent, is what we've become uh, in our in our lives in our cushy lives, and we don't want to go back to the inconvenience of carrying a gun. And uh, I don't want to live in a society where people are armed. Uh, we get those nuts to deal with. Well, and- well, we could say you know you don't have to be armed. We're not making you be armed, but you know it might behoove you to be armed good for her yes 66 years old still going at it. yep 60s to new 40 huh I guess so that people are gonna live to <laughs> 120 no all right uh this isn't up down that just means uh susan was confused <laughs> <laughs> from cnsnews.com. A statue of Jesus dubbed Big Mountain Jesus, which stands on a Montana ski slope as a World War II memorial, is now safe from removal attempts by the atheist group, the Freedom From Religion Foundation. Their name belies their problem. There is no right to be free from religion. Which claims that the statue's presence on federal land violates the First Amendment? Yeah, they tried to get three statues here kicked off the out of our mountains. They come, they they're bored. They got to come here and mess around in Montana all the time. Wow! Oh my God, there's a statue of Jesus or the Virgin Mary in the woods. Oh, the horror! I came around the corner and saw that, and I almost peed my pants. You know all. I think atheists are a bunch of wusses. That's just my opinion. You yeah, we we might I I might want to teach Donald how to use wuss, you know, next time. If he's around next time. The monument was erected by the Knights of Columbus in nineteen fifty four on Montana land with a permit from the US Forest Service. World War II veterans, who were also members of the Knights of Columbus, commissioned the statue in memory of their fallen comrades, and to remind themselves of religious shrines they saw in Europe. The statue has stood on Big Mountain near Whitefish Mountain Resort for 60 years, and some pansy little atheist stumbles upon it, and like I said, has a meltdown. You know if I ever if I ever this, if I was around these people at all, I'd be constantly saying, "God Jesus, God Jesus, God Jesus." <laughs> I'd follow them around and walk around circles of going, "God Jesus, God Jesus <laughs> uh, anyway the the pansy group, a Wisconsin pansy group, sued in 2012 on behalf of their members in Montana arguing that the statue's presence was a government endorsement of religion, which violates the First Amendment. No, it's not. It's not an endorsement of religion. It's not a government endorsement of anything. It was the Knights of Columbus who did it. And there's no such thing as federal land in the Constitution. So we don't have to worry about that either. There's no parks, there's no BLM, there's no none of that stuff. No, Sorry, it's all gone. So that's all state land anyway, but that's the government too, right? Yeah, it's state government, same thing. Oh, that violates our First Amendment right. What First Amendment right? There is no freedom from religion. Does it exist? And again, government endorsement of religion is not in the Constitution either. How about that? I defy you to find that, Uh, you go for, don't quote any case law to me, because case law is unconstitutional, you go to the constitution, and you show me, where it says, government endorsement of religion is forbidden, or any words to that effect, not made up stuff, not lawyer made up stuff. We're not going to, like, add a whole bunch of words to it so it makes sense to left-wing comedies. So the Pansy Group passed the deadline for appeal to the Supreme Court on Monday after its ninth circus, the circus of appeals loss in August following a five-year battle against the statue. If you lose in the ninth circus court of appeals, as, as as in, like, a left-wing organization, you really must have had no legal leg to stand on. Because that, that place, that thing is overturned 75% of the time. Approximately. No, no, really. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if it was 90. I'm, I'm being generous. The Ninth Circus uh, Court of Appeals... Judge ruled in August that the government's continued authorization of the statue on federal land does not violate the Establishment Clause. That's good, because there's no Establishment Clause. They just call it that. But there is no Establishment Clause. That's what they do. They label it something that allows them to misrepresent. No, no, you are suppo- You can pray in government office, you can wear a crucifix in public schools, you can you do whatever religious thing you want in this country, and it's absolutely legal. Because you have the right to freely express your religion, and that is in the First Amendment. Don't trust me, read it. Besides, the more you read it, the more familiar you will be with it. You got to treat the Constitution like the Bible. You keep reading it. You keep going back and reading it. You go and learn about it. Find out about it. How do you find out about it? It's hard. There's plenty of stuff online. Or you can go to the Patriots Pub, which is also online. That's my history project, my educational podcast, is at patriotspub.us. PatriotsPub.us. It's history, U.S. history, the Constitution, the founding fathers—just the facts. A political, no politics allowed. Please listen from episode one because, well, we put a lot of effort into putting everything in context for you, and we, I, we purposely picked you know 1763, just where we're going to start. Which is right after the French Indian Wars. If you didn't know that, but just go there, download them, listen to them, give them away to people, have a blast. It's all free. If you find a way to make money, though, you got you got to pay me. So, but you can give it away to electric cockroaches, your kids, teachers, your your teacher, uh, maybe. I don't know, maybe your pastor needs a little bit of help in understanding what the country's supposed to be like. That would be a good good thing to do, too. It would be a very good Christian thing to do, to burn him a set and give it to him for Christmas. Or, well, closer to now, Easter. So, anyway, back to the circus. The decision noted that the government had secular rationales for its continued authorization of the statue, Including the statue's cultural and historical significance for veterans, Montanans, and tourists, the statue's inclusion in the National Register of Historic Places, and the government's intent to preserve the site as a historic part of the resort. Ah, of the resort. It's on the resort lands? That would be private property. I'm getting a little confused here. But it said it was in the National Forest. Mm -hmm. This is on private property? They have those say on private property. So that can't be true. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it was, like they said, from putting it into the historic places. I don't know what that is. Registrar? It's all unconstitutional. The-
1: no, 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 no. The first sentence, Brian.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: A statue of Jesus dubbed Big Mountain Jesus, which stands on a Montana ski slope.
3: Well, yeah, I, but I, I thought it was on federal lands no. like the other ones were because what, I don't understand. how. To, why does the government have anything to do with private land? Here we go again. The decision added that there is nothing in the statue's display or setting to suggest government endorsement. The 12 foot tall statue is on a mountain far from any government seat or building near a commercial ski resort and accessible only to individuals who pay to use the ski lift. This sounds like private property to me. Why is the federal government involved at all? The decision added that there's, uh, uh, the FFRF, the wussies, co-president Annie Laurie Gaylor said in an August statement that the Knights of Columbus statue on federal land means federal taxpayers are subsidizing religious speech in this case, Catholic. Ah, um, I don't know. We just had a conversation on air. What I, did you figure out? Is is this private property or federal property? Because it keeps talking about it being federal property, then says it's on a private ski resort. You can only get to for paying on to use the ski lift. Uh, they have befuddled me. But the Wusses should slink away with its tail between its legs, Eric Baxter, senior counsel at the Beckett Fund and lead attorney in the case said Monday in a statement on wussies passing its appeal deadline. The First Amendment prohibits religious coercion. No, it doesn't. Not religious culture. It requires Congress to pass a law establishing an official religion of the United States of America. That's all that's in the First Amendment, as far as any kind of establishment clause. Uh, it doesn't say anything about religious coercion by private entities or anybody else. It doesn't say anything about religious culture, uh, per, it, the prohibiting religious culture. It's it. It's supposed to make religious culture easy. It's so if they were a religious culture when we were founded, and they liked it that way, and they wanted to keep it that way. All this commie stuff that you've bought into has done nothing but, if you haven't noticed, destroy a once fantastic country. Picking a fight with a 60-year-old war memorial makes the wussies look petty. Of of course, militant atheists have rights, but not the right to dictate history and culture for everyone else, added. Religion is part of the human condition. It's no surprise, and certainly no violation of the Constitution, that it sometimes manifests in public life. It is supposed to be everywhere. Everywhere, that's what it used to be. We were such a better country for it.
1: They did use the term militant correctly when they were talking about the atheists.
3: Yes, I did, because look how they behave. I know. They're aggressively trying to wipe out religion in this country. And my suggestion is we pass a law that uh, bans atheists from the country. Then they could either go underground and shut up where they belong, because you really don't have a, a belief in anything important. You have a belief in nothing. I believe nothing. That's what you do. You believe nothing. So I don't I don't get it.
1: I don't want another law passed. We have enough laws. Snap the rubber band.
3: Oh no, no. No, you got to cuz I'm talking about deportation laws. Oh. We're going to deport the atheists. I don't know where we're going to send them yet. But we'll figure that out. <laughs> well, they'll fit anywhere in secular Europe. I mean, just just drop them there. All right. Uh this is this is really what the the First Amendment means you have the right to freely express your religion anywhere. And the government may not stop you or interfere with you in any way. And Congress, which requires Congress to be involved, cannot pass a law, again requires them to pass legislation, to establish a unofficial religion of the united states of america other than that it's supposed to allow ensure that we can freely express our religion everywhere and anywhere we go because you're not allowed to make someone who believes uh, they're christian not be christian because they work for the government You've got to be secular when you're here because you're working for the government representing us. You may not say praise Jesus or anything like that. You know a, a a a bank a bank person lost their job for saying uh saying something like that?
1: I think I read something like that, yeah.
3: No, we did it on the show a long time ago. Uh yeah, she was I forget the actual word. She said but she she'd been saying it the whole time she worked there for years. And suddenly someone complained. And I can't remember. It was just a party gesture, and you know, it had so it had Jesus, and in, in and people, and atheists are so allergic to the word Jesus or God that uh, they went into anaphylactic shock. And of course, so the person has to pay for that. I'm kidding, of course. There's nothing in the Constitution, but you want you want a Statue of Liberty on the lawn in uh, uh, next to the courthouse. It's allowed. If you want it in the courthouse, it's allowed.
1: A Statue of Liberty.
3: A Statue of Liberty, a Statue of uh, the Ten Commandments, Uh, you could have What else would you like? How about the Declaration of Independence? Lord knows nobody can seem to figure out what uh, liberty means anymore. Uh, We don't force them to read John Locke anymore, which we should. Well, it's about the Enlightenment period, and they don't teach the Enlightenment period. They teach the Progressive Era, but not the Enlightened period. Think about that. And you didn't make it. Oh, I win. It's the corporate Radio Show. Stay tuned, because we'll be right back. When in the course of human events, it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with one another and to assume among the powers of the earth the separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and nature's God entitles them, a decent respect to the opinions of mankind requires that they should declare the causes which impel them to the separation.
1: Read the Declaration of Independence. It's an old document that never grows old. This has been a public service announcement from the Uncooperative Radio Show.
3: Are you a city-dwelling liberal who loves the environment? Do you cry every night because you feel that like global warming will destroy the earth by the time you wake up? Is your only goal in life to smash the George Bush and Dick Cheney evil oil empire? And is Al Gore your arch-magi of all that is green? Then do we have a solution for you! Yes, liberals, here's your chance to do your part to change America from a freedom-loving republic to a communist socialist paradise. Just walk... Bike or drive your carbon-credit vehicle to the Uncooperative Moped Dealership. We carry an assortment of diverse and politically correct mopeds in every style and color, liberal smell not included. Our dealership knows the importance of stopping global warming and defeating the warmongering conservative from taking over the world by getting rid of all the cars, SUVs, light trucks and pickup trucks and soccer mom vans from our city streets. So, drive your patchouli loving ass out of the gas guzzling, environmentally destroying, mechanically driven device today and onto one of our fully loaded mopeds. Al Gore will be glad you did. I don't know
5: if this is a good idea, son. Using funk. But, Dad, we gotta reach out to our face somehow. Besides,
2: What will your mother think?
4: The border goes
5: from coast to coast. Easy to get into here. We got intercontinental
4: overload Just slip under the fence. It don't make any sense when there's no documentation. That's too far. And somehow or some way we're going to find out who you are. Sneaking in America.
5: Try and hide from immigration sneaking in America
4: across the land across a nation sneaking in America. We've got to have some legislation. And no, a message to freshman Tea Party back senators from Trent Lott and Lindsey Graham. Hello, this is Trent Lott. Uh, Lindsay
5: and I just want you to know that we appreciate all that the Tea Party people did to bring you here to Washington. Yes, I love tea, and I dearly love parties. But now's the time we should all come together and sit down with the other side and listen to their ideas on how to move the country forward while we as Republicans take a step back and walk a mile in their shoes. Yeah, we love being Republicans, and we love conservative values, Probably as much as we'd love being liberal Democrats if the need ever arose. What Trent means is Republicans are always at our best when we ignore all the rhetoric and noise from back home and just do the right thing. The right thing?
4: You know what I mean. Join Trent Lott and Lindsey Graham in bringing bipartisanship back to Washington.
3: I have found that a certain type that calls himself a liberal I always thought I was a liberal (laughs) I came up terribly surprised one time When I found that I was a right-wing conservative (laughs) extremist When I have listened to everybody's
5: point of view that I ever met and then decide how I
4: should feel I mean but these, this so called new liberal group uh, Jesus they never they never listen to your point of view
5: and they make a decision as to what you think and uh,
4: they're articulate enough and in control of enough of the press to force that uh, uh Image
3: out for the average person. Okay, and welcome back to the Agravity Radio Show, Hour 2. All right, back to the ups and downs for the week.
1: Was that an up-down?
3: Was what an up-down? The militant
1: militant atheists.
3: They lost, so I'd say it was an up. The only way it's a down is if you're complaining that these people exist. I am. Okay, then it's an (laughs) up-down.
1: Whomph. I'm two,
3: for two I just I don't know how people that don't believe in anything uh, have so much to say about what other people believe in all the time write it down from Fox News Greece is fast becoming the warehouse of human beings that is government has vowed not to allow. Hastily set up camps for refugees and other migrants are full. Thousands of people wait through the night, shivering in the cold at the Greek-Macedonian border in the country's main port of Piraeus, in squares dotted around Athens or on dozens of buses parked up and down Greece's main north-south highway. On Thursday, hundreds of frustrated men, women, and children abandoned their stranded buses, or left refugee camps, setting off on a desperate trek dozens of kilometers along to reach a border they know is quickly shutting down to them.
1: How? I mean, is Greece still alive? I mean, I don't understand. We're not hearing anything about it. We're not hearing about the financial collapse. And how are they going to pay for these people? They can't even pay for their own people.
3: They're just passing through. Did you pay attention? Almost 20,000 migrants were in Greece on Thursday. Defense Minister Panos Kamenos said, Of those, Macedo- Macedonia allowed just 100 people to cross over from Greek's Idomeni border area. By late Friday, not a single migrant had crossed into Macedonia that day while 4,900 people waited nearby in heavy rain, according to Greek police. Thousands more were headed north, about 40 busloads of people were waiting along Greece's main highway, while refugee camps in northern Greece and near Athens were full. Greece is mired in a full-blown diplomatic dispute with some EU countries over their border slowdowns and closures. Now, this is interesting because under the EU Charter, no, you you cannot uh, disallow people traveling from one eurozone company, country to another. They're supposed to be freely able to move about. There are no borders anymore in Europe. It's just Europe, and uh, oh, I think England still still has its separateness. The UK, uh, to some extent, anyway. Greece is my all right, full blown diplomatic dispute. Those border moves have left Greece and the migrants caught between an increasingly fractious Europe, where several countries are reluctant to accept more asylum seekers, and Turkey, which has appeared unwilling to or unable to staunch the turret of people leaving in barely seaworthy smuggling boats for Greek islands. Adding to the pressure is Greece's financial predicament. The country has been wracked by a financial crisis since 2010 and still depends on an international bailout for which it must pass yet more painful reforms. Those have led to widespread protests, including blockades on the country's highways by farmers who are furious at pension changes. This is what happens to you when you rely on the government for everything. Pay close attention. The vast majority of those reaching Greece, Europe's main gateway for migrants, have been Syrians. Afghans and Iraqis fleeing war at home. My only hope is to live in a safe place. That's enough for me actually, said 17 year old uh, Minhaj Uddin Wahaj from Afghanistan's Wardak province. We have been in war since 40 years, so I have been raised in war. Athens, hundreds of migrants mill around central Victoria Square uncertain of where to go next. On Thursday, two men hanged themselves from a tree in the square but were rescued by bystanders. Police said the men were trying to draw attention to their predicament. In the north, nearly 400 people scrambled out of a former military base, set up as a refugee camp in Diavata near the city of Thessalonica. Thessalonica, yes. And began walking the 70 kilometers, 43 miles, to Idomeni, on the Macedonian border. Dozens more set off on foot from buses stuck on the highway where farmers' blockades were hindering traffic. Still more people floated to the country with dinghies full of migrants arriving on Greece's islands and hundreds more people piling on ferries heading to the main port of Piraeus. Europe is going bye-bye just so you know. They have decided, for whatever reason, they, they are going to let the Muslims take over Europe. Well, Angela Merkel went from, we, we can't take this these many immigrants anymore into our country. We need to be able to uh, assimilate them. She goes from that to taking all these refugee people into our country really how are you gonna how are you gonna assimilate them mergle by the way angela they're gonna do it to you you're not gonna assimilate them they're gonna assimilate you because they're like the borg anyway uh we're like it, there's there's a big news blackout in europe we're not hearing what's going on but there's it there's the molesting of women and raping of women is still going on. All the stuff that you heard hasn't gone away. They just stopped reporting on it. Just like now, I uh, was Zuckerberg there. Uh, Facebook is supposedly has some something that's gonna—I don't know—take c- any what they consider hateful language and block it, like any anything that would. Make a Muslim upset, for instance. That's not allowed. They're changing their whole thing to try and block that stuff out. I don't know if they've succeeded on that Facebook yet or not because I'm on Twitter. And Twitter hasn't done it yet. Although supposedly they started working on it. But Facebook supposedly is doing it, so I don't know. It looks like they're going to be messing with conservatives. We're going to have to find our own social network someplace else to go. Because otherwise we're going to be stuck with these progs. The people that own Facebook and Twitter are progs. And they have no problems limiting conservative speech. They're actively working on it as we speak. So to speak. But I should probably chase my Facebook page to see if my, my horrible tweets that go there upset anybody. What?
1: We just heard about that the other day, that um, Twitter is considering the same
3: policy. Right. Now we're going to have to leave Twitter. Anyway, back to the show, <laughs> which uh, it needs to have a button pushed.
1: It does need to have a button pushed. I need to look for the button.
3: Well, that's kind of your job there, producer. You're supposed <laughs> to have it queued up already. <laughs> I told you about that. Have it queued, the next one queued up. Don't don't just hang out and wait. She's got two decks, so she can have one playing and the next sound the next file ready to go with the push of a button. And all you have to do is keep shuffling that and you're always ahead of the game. You ready? I don't know. It's the question is is you ready? I'm ready.
4: Let's get a grip on immigration In the great
5: United States It's high time that we limit their numbers It's high time that we close a path gate Now can't you see how we are rapidly becoming Another third world
4: fascist state
6: Let's get a grip on
4: immigration in
3: these great United States. All right, thank you. Call Clang, Clang with K.com. And of course, that means Susan didn't upload that file either. Because I fixed it.
1: It was. It was perfect level. It went exactly where it was supposed to go. And you could even see the yellow.
3: I took the out of it.
1: I like the p- It
3: like if it if the see if the name doesn't have time, the time in it, how long it is, then it's not my not one of the ones I fixed.
1: Right, and you were just talking about Trent and Lindsay and you didn't fix it. There's no time.
3: I said in show, you're in the wrong folder. Go to show. Look. All the ones you're allowed to play in there, they've all been fixed. Every All the ones that the the, and it should have on the end of it. Where are all my sound files? I don't
0: know.
3: This is show. If you deleted my work, I'm going to be very pissed off. I didn't delete. Well, Susan, I don't know how that's possible because I fixed all those and I changed their names on your computer. What happened? Where did it go? Anyway... Okay, well, this is bad because she just messed up our whole show. I can't. I'm not doing that again.
1: I know that was a lot of work. Yeah,
3: it was a lot of work, and uh, I got a lot more to do. So you better find out where they went.
1: Okay, all the ones in commercials have the little four minutes thirty six seconds. See, then that's
3: where it went. That's and
1: commercial
3: the. All the ones you can play, right? Not the ones you can't because they're we didn't get permission, right? They're supposed to be in a special folder. So
1: there's all the ones. That Th- you they're can.
3: supposed to be in their own folder so you don't accidentally play them. Play them. She's blowing me off again. All right. Anyway, uh, back to the legal alien invasion report, and I'm uh, I'm sorry, call it clang with the k dot com, but. Uh, She couldn't seem to get the right file uploaded. I told you, delete everything off there first that you're going to upload. One file at a time. Delete it, put it up. Delete it, put it up. If you don't, you're going to have problems. This is from cdsnews.com again. U.S. Attorney General Loretta Lynch told a House Appropriations Subcommittee on Wednesday that the administration is changing how the Federal Bureau of Prisons handles illegal immigrants at ends with deportation orders, allowing U.S. immigration and custom enforcement, unconstitutional, to take custody first instead of turning those prisoners over to local and state authorities to face prosecution.
1: You want to translate that for us? What do you mean? They're not going to let the states and when they, someone commits a crime in their state or in their city... They're not going to allow them to.
3: No, this has to do with illegal aliens with deportation orders.
1: There's no such thing. He's stopping that.
3: No, there's still some, uh, what we call it, uh, just just some deportations of really serious, really bad, bad, bad criminals. Uh, those he's he's doing. So there are some deportations still going on. Uh, so anyway yeah it, it's gonna allow ice to take custody first instead of turning them over like Stoke authorities to face prosecution, but if they violate the state's laws, where do you get off uh having anything to say about it at all uh, backward upside down world again
1: that's what I'm saying they're grabbing more power,
3: yes of course they are they they're making yes they're making sure that they can not deport them keep the They're saying they're going to, they're trying to say they're going to deport them, but they're not telling you they're not going to deport them unless they're really bad people. And if they did a crime in our country, they're supposed to go and go to court and get tried and thrown in jail. And then when they get out, they get deported. What they're trying to do is get rid of the jail time, which I got to tell you, frankly, uh, I'm all for it. Let's skip it. Just boot just them. Get them out. But I don't, you know, it's easier if they're being over in Mexico or wherever because then we don't have to feed them and house them and take care of them like 10 times better than I can afford to take care of myself. But, you know, that's the way it goes. The government, the government, the national government, it is, it is eating, it is growing and eating and growing and eating. That's why our economy sucks. That's why I can't find a decent work shirt for the 60 bucks. I do not want to reiterate the fact that one of the things we hope will be as effective also And more immediately effective is our policy whereby the Bureau of Prisons is, instead of deferring to the state or local entity detainer and turning a deportable individual over to them, that instead Immigration Customs Enforcement, or ICE, will instead have the ability to step in and exercise their detainer first. Lynch told the House Appropriations Subcommittee on Commerce, Justice, Science, and related agencies during a hearing of the DOJ's fiscal year 2017 budget request. Representative John Culberson, Republican, Texas Chair of the Subcommittee, thanked Lynch for her timely response to a letter he sent her earlier this year on Sanctuary Cities. According to Culberson, Lynch replied to his letter saying that when they... Department of Injustice receives a credible allegation that a local or state entity receiving funds under a department grant or reimbursement program has violated the law that mandates that they share information with ICE on the immigration status of their prisoners and department can seek criminal or civil enforcement actions against that entity. Could you assure the subcommittee that the Department of Injustice will review grantees with such policies to ensure that they're in compliance with all applicable federal laws? Culberson asked. Certainly, that is part of our grant review process, and as was always conveyed in the letter, I do want to reiterate the fact that one of the things we hope will be as effective also and more effect- immediately effective is our policy whereby the Bureau of Prisons This, they just said i just read this all right instead of deferring to the state or local entry detainer and turning a deportable individual over them that instead immigration ice will instead have the ability to step in and exercise their detainer first lynch said we have in the past deferred because again we work with our state and local colleagues and we want to make sure that they can in fact adjudicate their cases as well but particularly where we are dealing with a jurisdiction that essentially is not prone to honoring the ICE detainers and those very across the country. They just vary over time and place, she said.
1: That was a bunch of nonsense.
3: No, she said absolutely nothing.
1: She said nothing. And uh, look at how how they dress down the states. Our colleagues. We're not your colleagues. You work for us, biatch.
3: Our country's... Po- <laughs> Our policies going to be that ICE will instead have the first detainer and that individual will go into ICE custody and deportation, Lynn said. Let's explain that as a result of the new policy there may be local cases that are not prosecuted because the criminal alien will be taken into ICE custody and deported. But if a jurisdiction has concerns, the Department of Justice would need assurances that the individual would be returned to ICE custody afterwards. Look, I don't care because uh, who the heck wants to go through the expense of trying them and then housing them? They're illegal aliens. Deport them. They're going to release them. Deport them. But do it this way. No, they're not. They're going to deport them. This is how they have deportation. That's twice.
1: No, because the ICE doesn't deport anymore. We did a whole story on that.
3: Yes, they do. But only
1: <laughs> really very
3: bad felons. Which sounds like we're talking about here,
1: i just don't, Look, trust I, don't the I know why
3: the government's doing it, and I don't give a crap because I'm telling you I'm tired of paying for these people. <laughs> I want them out of my damn country. however, this is how the the criminals should go. You go and put these people in your prison. that's what you're gonna do or not only are we going to build a wall, we're going to cut all commerce with Mexico. Ooh, see how easy that is. You don't think Donald Trump can handle that? Oh, <laughs> hey, what's he going to? Uh, I can't believe the idiot. As how, how the heck is how the heck is he going to make me pay for it? He actually, came, the Mexican official actually asked, "How are you? How are you going to? How is he going to make me pay?" A hey, idiot trade. Your wallet. That's how you're going to pay for it. More tariffs on your goods. More money to pay for the wall. Right? Right. Now you, my friend, you see my friend, how it works, my friend. I hate people that call me my friend. I hate those. And they smile all the time. Mexicans, I can't stand them because they're, they're just what my father explained. Never trust anybody that smiles all the time, and also anybody that would call you my friend that you don't even know—it's called they're, they're they're smiling and they telling you what you want to hear. And they're screwing you the whole time, and I, that's just what they do. I can't stand. I hate that my friend stuff. All right, uh, Lynch explained that as a result, of the new policy that blah, blah blah blah. Now this may have the effect that there may be local cases that may not be able to prosecute it. Because, again, the person will be taken into ICE custody and then deported, Lynch said. See, but not just deported. They should go right into Mexico's prison. They're criminals. They're not just illegal aliens. Yes, illegal aliens are criminals, but they're not felons unless it's the second time they're caught and then it's a felony. And yes, I do have a problem even with the misdemeanors. Stay in your own country. I'd make the whole thing a felony. I'm not running, though. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, and if a jurisdiction has a concern over that, we will talk to them. But we would have to have assurances that ICE would also then be able to get the individual back at the end of the adjudication so that we... So the deport process could go underway. Why try them if they have to turn them over to you and not put them in jail? They can't go to prison. They have to go to you. After it's adjudicated... That means after the trial, not after time served, after adjudicated, they have to be turned over. Great, you spent all that money to convict them, and now they're gonna they have to give it to ICE. Why bother? Again, it, it should be arranged between countries that criminals that come into our country from your country goes back to your country and end up in jail. Not free. But that's not what's happening. Um, so we're trying to be respectful of our state and local colleagues, desires, goals to prosecute cases, but also deal with the issue as well. She so, yeah, added,
4: that is so
1: disrespectful to me. Uh, to colleagues."
3: It, oh yeah. We'll let you, we'll let you try them, but you can't, you can't punish them. We we got to deport them and set them free so they can come back and do it again. Yeah. They just dump them over the border. It's not like they take them to the Horn of Mexico and they'd have to walk all the way back. All right, um, Representative Hal Rogers, Republican Kentucky, asked Lynch whether the Department of Injustice would seek to cease any grants that are earmarked to a particular sanctuary city if they violate the Department of Injustice's terms and whether Lynch would seek to stop a grant program. Where again, if a grant is tied to the applicable law, again, it has to be a connection between the issue and the grant, Lynch said. Oh, it's Prague talk for not unless we really have to.
1: Exactly.
3: <laughs> for example, a grant for human trafficking would be different from a grant for community policy. But certainly, as far as the auditing process, as part of the Inspector General review, and as part of the overall grant management review, which the department's civil and criminal divisions can also take under investigation if we receive a credible allegation that a grantee has violated a specific federal law we will make that referral she said
1: this is outrageous what did Brian. she just say i know again? nothing absolutely nothing She's like
3: wah 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 that's not just you
1: <laughs> that's what i would do so madam you're not saying a damn thing now get out of my committee and,
3: and again, fire
1: yourself you're again gonna be impeached
3: we're gonna do whatever the hell we want to do and uh you're gonna like it When asked whether it was a new policy Lynch said it was in response to concerns expressed by the subcommittee. But as I indicated, we feel that a way to deal with this issue immediately is to make sure that individuals who are being released from the Bureau of Prisons, rather than be released into state custody, would go directly into immigration custody and be dealt with for deportation there.
1: I know. I know. Do you, are you done with this already? This is ridiculous. It's 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 totally uh-huh. ridiculous.
3: Oh, uh-huh. uh, I don't know. Okay, man, There's so much blue smoke being blown up people's backsides. it's <laughs> Oh my God! This this person, this person, the spokesperson, is adept at saying a lot this of words L- about nothing. This
1: is Loretta Lynch. This is our. Head of the Department of Justice,
3: dear. Yeah, I, I know who she is, but it's not just her. But anyway, yeah. Uh, I- anytime they they take, they make a big paragraph like that, they, and you can't really figure out what they said. It's because they didn't say anything. They just they're not telling you anything. They don't they don't want you to know. So they're acting like they're answering questions, but they're not. As you can see, they're not answering the. They're not addressing the question, are they? Oh, but then again, as per the review process, or maybe the... There
0: you go. Um,
3: I'm going to keep rolling down here. I think I'm done with this. This is stupid. Um,
1: Why do they even have these hearings? Just to make themselves feel important when they don't even do anything about it?
3: No, it's about it's about making it look like they're doing their jobs. See... That's one thing bureaucrats learn how to do: look busy all the time.
1: I'm talking, well, not, the, but I'm talking about the subcommittees. That's our Congress critters.
3: What are they going to do about what?
1: Why are they having all these hearings? If well, why not, is why
3: well, the immigration law is unconstitutional? Federal immigration law is unconstitutional. All of it, and so is ICE and all the rest of it. It's all unconstitutional. I'm sorry. It's, it's, look at the Constitution. They do not. Have the power over immigration, all they do is set uniform rules for naturalization why would Why would that be? Who would they make uniform laws for uh, to become a citizen who Who are they making these uniform laws for that it requires multiple? places to be involved in making them citizens so that they know they're doing the same level for every immigrant that they turn into a citizen how can we not understand that they are it is the government from the states we are talking about the they wanted uniform rules of naturalization to for making their immigrant citizens their immigrant citizens not the national government's theirs this the state's immigrants that's why they need uniform otherwise what what would you mean by uniform rule if it's just the federal government there's only one entity so of course it's a uniform rule no it's uniform rule because all the states have to apply comply with it but they they give out the visas they make immigration law they decide who they want in their state or they don't not the national government Unless you think they're doing such a great job, in which case you can amend the Constitution, but until then it's illegal. Unlawful, and and that's why it doesn't work. And with that, another break. It's your Cooper Radio Show. You stay tuned, cause we'll be right back. <music>
2: Socialists. You will be assimilated. Your individual
4: liberties, personal freedoms, and mental individuality will be added to our own. Resistance is futile.
2: Do you use Viagra or Cialis? Have you been thinking about trying Viagra or Cialis? What if we could promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for Viagra, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add 4 more pills free. You save more than 500 dollars You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call 800 764 9168 and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for Viagra. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in an unmarked package. Call us right now. 800 764 9168 800 764 9168 That's 800 764 9168 four ninety one sixty
3: eight. Opening a Registered Nurse's Eyes A Life Altering Journey Across North America by Susan Francis Bonner is available in ebook form for Kindle owners at Amazon.com for seven ninety nine. This true story chronicles the changes Susan witnessed in nursing, the medical field, and in our nation during the years nineteen ninety eight to two thousand two. It is written to expose what goes on behind the scenes concerning health care in this country the common problems our nation faces, and what it is like to live across North America as a travel nurse. It is not politically correct or for the faint of heart. She hopes to inspire her fellow Americans to stand up for what is right and persevere no matter what the difficulties they encounter on the great journey that is called life. Again, the novel is Opening a Registered Nurse's Eyes, a life-altering journey across North America by Susan Francis Bonner is available in ebook form for Kindle owners at amazon.com. If you're struggling to pay or haven't been making
5: your student loan payments, listen carefully to this urgent alert. Have you been out of school for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? 800
3: Okay, and welcome back to the Uncooperative Radio Show. Half of our two. <laughs> hour, half of two.
1: Okay, so Loretta Lynch is a bold faced liar like everybody in the administration.
3: Loretta Lynch. Yes. Well, she
1: needs to be in What did you
3: think? Who do you think he'd put? Who, who did you think was going to replace the other guy? There's going to be some conservative or something? Or someone that actually believed, knew what justice was without the word social in front of it?
1: I guess not but um, she needs to be not.
3: impeached. They That's all need they, they all do. need to be impeached they do. but they're not doing it. And we we're asking for it, we're calling for it. We're
1: screaming for it.
3: I'm going to have to I start another petition. Oh, I wish I knew where how to get to my petition. I forgot to look before the show how to tell you to get to my per- petition. It's on I think it's called direct directpetition.com Yeah, I want McConnell to uh, just do what he says he's going to do and not hold a vote on any of Obama's Supreme Court Justice appointees. And that the new president in Congress can deal with that after they're sworn in. And anyway. Where did we go with that one? I forget. What's that?
1: Loretta Lynch. What about her? Saying that they're going to take over all the state's immigration policies on people that are in prisons.
3: Uh, th- Look, they can do whatever they want, it seems. Nobody stops them. If they think it, they can do it. Uh, you know, This is how you all should understand what I'm following the Constitution. This should be painfully obvious to you. Uh-oh. That happened again. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm all twisted up. In... <laughs> <laughs> I got wires all twisted up in my uh, glasses. Alright, uh, so uh, guys, government's taking more power every day. Every day it's taking more power. Maybe every 10 minutes. I don't know, but it's it's doing it every time. Every time it, it up there talks about something, it creates a bigger government. But more from CNS News, uh, Senator Jeff Session, Republican Alabama, and Ron Johnson, Republican Wisconsin, introduced a bill that would ensure a prompt return of unaccompanied alien children, UAC, who illegally crossed the southern border after their numbers more than doubled during the first four months of the current fiscal year. According to U.S. Customs of Border Protection, There was a 102% increase in the number of unaccompanied alien children, 20,455. We've already taken in enough refugees. Yeah, I'm going to call them refugees too. Who were apprehended at the southwest border between October 1st, 2014 and January 31st, 2016, compared to 10,105 apprehended during the same time period in fiscal year 2015. Well, when you advertise, you know, you usually get results. However, less than 4%, 4 4,680 of the 127,193 UX who have been caught illegally entering the U.S. over the past two and a half years have been sent home because the vast majority do not show up for their deportation hearings. Sessions noted during a Judiciary Committee hearing held earlier this week. Nobody's looking for them. The system is not working. It depends on what you think the system is supposed to do. All you have to do is just come into the country unlawfully, be released into the country, and if you don't show up for court, you're never looked for and deported, the senator pointed out. The Protection of Children Act of 2016, Senate Bill 2561. Amends the. You can tell they're making too many bills when there's 2,561 f- for this Senate uh, term. Amends the William Wilberforce Trafficking Victims Protection Reauthorization Act of 2008 to provide expedited processing for unaccompanied alien children who are not victims of a severe form of trafficking in persons and who do not have a fear of returning to their country of nationality or last habitual residence, according to a press release from the Sessions office. Bemoaning the virtual collapse of enforcement of the nation's immigration law, Sessions, who is chairman of the Subcommittee on Immigration and National Interests, said in a statement that the only way to stop the illegality is to ensure those who enter unlawfully, including children, are treated well. But returned home quickly.
1: Why is human trafficking our problem?
3: Because other countries it is our problem because they bring it here. They're trafficking them here. That's why. Anyway, uh, notice the exceptions. All the same crud that Obama tells them to do in advertisements through Mexican government tells them to say, "Oh, they're fleeing violence and they're fleeing." If notice, if any of that. If they say that, then, then you don't deport them. See? Unaccompanied alien children who are not victims of severe form of trafficking in persons. I have no idea what that's supposed to mean. Uh, severe form of trafficking in persons? I don't even know what that means. And who do not have a fear of returning to their country of nationality. There it is. Uh, uh, fleeing violence. It's it. Uh, can't send him home. Obama says so. End of conversation. Session so says the only way to stop the other guy is to ensure who enter lawfully. How about we're, How about we first make sure our, our government is lawful? Then maybe we wouldn't attract so much crime and criminals. Assurance of being returned sends a powerful message louder than words. The word will spread, and the number attempting illegal entry will quickly fall. Sessions predicted. The Protection of Children Act eliminates a well-intentioned but misguided policy that incentivizes children to embark on dangerous journey to the United States, said Johnson. They don't
1: come here by themselves.
3: of the Committee on Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs. Well, they're specifically talking about the ones who do. I don't know who they are, because every time I saw pictures, I didn't see any children. So, I, I, I don't know. I've never seen a picture of an illegal alien... Child crossing the border illegally. Never seen a child. So it all depends on what your definition of is is. If enacted, this bill will address the current humanitarian crisis at our border head-on. I'm pleased to support this legislation with Senator Sessions. The bill also requires the Secretary of Health and Human Services... To provide Congress prior notification of the name, address, social security number, date of birth, immigration status, and contact information for any adult with whom an UAC who has been allowed to remain in the U.S. is to be placed. If an investigation of the adult's immigration status determines that he or she is also in the U.S. illegally, the bill requires HHS to initiate removal proceedings. The bill also closes several current loopholes in the law. One loophole allows some unaccompanied minors to have their asyl- asylum claims heard twice, and another allows allow children with one parent living in the U.S. to receive special immigration juvenile status that was intended for minors abandoned by both parents. A companion bill introduced by Representative John Carter, Republican Texas, passed the House last year. According to the Department of Health and Human Services, Office of Refugee Resettlement, 33,726 UACs, a majority of them teenaged boys who were referred to the department fiscal year 2015. There's your children, teenage boys of fighting age, huh? certainly of criminal age down where they come from. Twice as many unaccompanied males, 68% as females, 32% entered the U.S. last year. 68% were 15 years of age or older. Only 17% were under the age of 12, says reported. Oh, we're finally finding the children they were talking about. 17% of them. Guatemala was the top country of origin, accounting for 45% of all UACs apprehended at the border followed by El Salvador, 29%, and Honduras, 17%. How did they immigrate through Mexico all the way to our border so easily? Uh, I'm sorry, Mexico had to have helped them. Or certainly turned a blind eye. All right, well, you know government doesn't work for us just the way it is they work for themselves it seems, and the and the growing global government and uh, anybody out there that it considers himself a globalist and thinks that the united states shouldn't have borders and that people should be able to flow th- any way they want take a look at what's happening in europe you uh globalists look how well the u.n handles things globalist how about looking at the World Bank World Health Organization the uh, IM Bank Uh, you know these are all global entities and what you have with them is what you have with all the other governments they're full of a bunch of progs that are abusive to civil or any liberty at all but it's time for the political smackdown. Are you ready to rumble? From BusinessInsider.com, cybersecurity expert John McAfee. I I, I could I hate this guy's software. I've I have hated McAfee's virus software for. When I used to work, use Windows. It's a it's junk. It was just junk. The free stuff, the free roads were better than McAfee. All right, so so-called expert John McAfee, who has vehemently opposed the FBI's attempt to force Apple to create a backdoor into its IO, its OS software, is taking his defense to the tech giant one step further mcafee claims the government is violating the 13th amendment which abolished slavery and involuntary servitude if it forces Apple to create the back door there you have it someone else is applying the 13th amendment <laughs> that's right involuntary servitude the government can't tell you what to do it says so in the 13th amendment yet obamacare still exists why It violates the Origination Clause, so it's void, and it violates the 13th Amendment. McAfee's legal team says the term involuntary servitude is used in reference to any type of slavery, peonage, or compulsory labor. Two essential elements of involuntary servitude are involuntariness, which is compulsion to act against one's will, and servitude. Which is some form of labor for another.
1: Again, we always bring this up, Brian. No one is using this for Obamacare. You're absolutely right. But you agree with him that it is, this is the proper way to do it. Because everyone's trying to, to sue or quote why they won't or will do something. They turn to the amendments to do it, but they're doing it incorrectly.
3: It's a violation of their private property rights their intellectual real? private property rights they want they want to be able to break their encryption code and they can't and that would make the encryption code worthless because believe it or not yeah people heard about the NSA spying on their cell phones and they're ready to go incognito You know, and and you need encryption to keep secrets from the government now, don't you?
1: You are one of the only conservative talk show hosts that I have heard of that is actually with this company. They're all saying that they're they're traitors for not doing this because all they do is they only want one phone, and that nope. phone all, was also owned by the county. It isn't even his private phone. Therefore.
3: It was issued to him as his private phone, and he used it for private conversations. And uh, he expects that encryption code to stop the government from looking into what, who he's calling, who he's talking to, whatever. But he's a terrorist. Just don't want anybody to know anything.
1: But he's a terrorist. This is a
3: terrorist. I don't don't really care. The problem is you're not asking the terrorists to lose anything. They're asking Apple to lose everything. If they give up the, you have to give up the encryption key to do it, and that once they have the encryption key, that's it. Now they're actually asking for a backdoor, which means the government can get into any encrypted Apple phone anytime it wants. That's not what we want. We want to stop the NSA spying, not increase it. See, neither slavery nor involuntary servitude, except as Punishment for crime whereof the party shall have been duly convicted shall exist within the United States or any place subject to their jurisdiction. McAfee's accusation comes just over a week after right. Uh, So on on the involuntary servitude, that's simple. Uh, Private property rights should be good enough. But uh, uh, again, they they want to make Apple do something Apple doesn't want to do. That's involuntary servitude. Obviously. It's common sense, right? Oh, wait, that's dead. McAfee's accusation was just over a week after he volunteered to decrypt the phone of one of the San Bernardino hackers for free so that Apple wouldn't have to create a backdoor that could potentially end up in the wrong hands. McAfee has backed Apple's CEO Tim Cook, who said in a statement last week, that having to create a backdoor would undermine decades of security advancements that protect our customers, including tens of millions of American citizens from sophisticated hackers and cybercriminals, and also our tyrannical government. In his Business Insider op-ed, McAfee went a step further, saying it would be the beginning of of the end of America. No, that was Obamacare. Both Apple and the FBI will testify in front of Congress on Tuesday before the House Judiciary Committee. FBI Director James Comey, a Apple senior vice president, and general counsel Bruce Seville will appear at the committee's hearings on the encryption tightrope balancing Americans Security and Privacy. The FBI did not immediately respond to requests request for comments on McAfee's suggestion. Well, if Brightport McAfee can uh, crack it for you, then let him have it. Just he, he might be a great hacker. He's just a crappy software engineer. Again, McAfee t- always has tended to cause more problems than it prevented in, in my experience. So, of course... Since that's been my experience, I don't deal with McAfee, and I haven't for years, and since I'm not on Windows, I, that's another bye-bye that I'm happy to make.
1: You know, what I don't understand is all these guys supposedly are in the tank with the government.
3: Of course they are. Well, Crony they, capitalism only works when there's cronyism.
1: Well, then why wouldn't they want to cooperate if they're in the tank with the government?
3: Oh Well, they they're also have their own interests at heart. Uh, sorry, but they would lose business over this. They, they would lose money. Bottom line. People that want their phone encrypted do, do not want the government to be able to get into it. Even if that's not why they're doing it. If you if phone bothers the hassle of using encryption and having to b- unlock it with a passphrase every time you start the phone, uh, you know there this is it's hard because everyone's like, but terrorism, but terrorism well what what good how do you know anything of values on the phone? I mean, they're domestic terrorists, not international spies uh what would be so crucial to find out what's on that phone again, they're using this as a lever. To try and leverage Apple to give them a way to get into their phones, uh, which it defeats the purpose of encryption.
1: So this is an oppor- They're seeing this as an opportunity.
3: Of course they test. are. They want they want that key is what they really want. Once they get the key, then to break into all, uh, any encryption any encryption that that's been set up with, they can get into it. Again, why Apple doesn't want to do it. Now, I have my own way around this. It's amazing nobody's done this yet. Why is not the judge that's trying to illegally compel them to do something? Why doesn't it ask them if they would be willing to go into a sealed room with the judge? Unlock the phone in the sealed room with no one looking but the judge, who isn't tech-savvy enough to know what the heck the other guy's doing, but is keeping, someone has to keep the chain of custody. So the judge could do it. Because the judge can can say, "I'm not. This is going to be private. No, I'm not going to. I'm not going to tell anybody what I see behind that door. What it did to un, to undo it. Nothing. All I'm going to know is I paid. I made sure that phone didn't leave my presence. So that's the only way to remain the chain of evidence. But why hasn't the judge? What all judges? That's stupid. Really. Not, see, you ask them. You're not compelling them either. You're asking them. You're not forcing them. You're not making them do it, which judges do all the time. And I don't understand how they violate the 13th Amendment and get away with it. Man, these breaks are killing me. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is Young Cooperative Radio. Show you. Stay tuned, cause we'll be right back. <music>
4: built this city, you didn't build that, we built this city on rock and roll, built this
3: city, you didn't build that, we
4: built this city on rock and roll, that's the reason I'm running for president, because I still believe in that idea, you didn't build that,
5: you didn't build that.
0: If you're in the country illegally, you are entitled to a well-prepared and frankly delicious ham sandwich, followed by a helpful boot in the ass
2: to assist you in exiting the country. As always, a fizzy soda of your choice is optional.
4: Whoops. There is no calls for a lot. We have everything under control. Oh. Uh, because we know that something from nothing leaves something Because you got to have something to run an economy Something from nothing leaves something We now hear Augustine Sabata, Information Minister of the Brown
1: Berets, the foot soldiers of the Aslan movement.
4: This
6: was on July 4th, 1996 at an Independence Day rally and celebration at the Federal Building in Westwood where illegal aliens and the Communist Progressive Labor Party attacked Americans celebrating Independence Day. We're here today to show L.A., show the minority people here, the Anglo-Saxons, that we are here, the majority. We're here to stay. We do the work in this city. We take care of the spoiled brat children, we clean their offices, we pick the food. We do the manufacturing in the factories of LA. We are the majority here and we are not going to be pushed around. We're here in Westwood, this is the fourth time we've been here in the last two months to show white Anglo-Saxon Protestant LA, the few of you who remain that we are the majority and we claim this land is ours, it's always been ours and we're still here and uh, none of this talk about deporting. If anybody's going to be deported, it's going to be you. Go back to Simi Valley, you skunks! Go back to Woodland Hills! Go back to Boston! Go back to the Plymouth Rock, you pilgrims! Get out! We are the future! You're old and tired! Go on! We have beaten you! Leave like beaten rats! You old white people, it is your duty to die. Even their own emphasis say that they should die. They have a duty to die. They're taking up too much space, too much air. We are the majority in L.A. There's over 7 million Mexicans in L.A. County alone. We are the majority. And you're going to see every day more and more of it as we we manifest, as our young people grow up and graduate from high school, go on to college and start taking over this society. Our people, are the, the vast majority of our people are under the age of 15 years, no, right now, we're already controlling those elections, whether it's through violence or non-violence, through love of having children, we're going to take over. This is Aslan, this is Mexico. They're the pilgrims on,
2: on our land. Go back to the Niña, the Pinta, the Santa Maria. The
4: cheering and waving and the love of excitement, what that reminded me of was our trip to Africa, um, two years ago. Uh, and the level of excitement that we felt in that country, the hope that people saw just in the sheer presence of somebody like Barack Obama, a Kenyan, a black man, a man of great statesmanship, who they believed could change the fate of the world. Jeremiah was my pastor. He was a good friend of mine. I said I never heard a single nasty word he said. And I hope you would believe that line. I had the audacity of hope that you'd believe that line. Now I'm saying Reverend Wright was wrong. Jeremiah's gone gone now. He He sleeps with the fishes in the the deep blue sea. sea. And he didn't speak for me.
3: Welcome back to the Club the Radio Show, Hour 3. Three. That's right, the Power Hour. No more commercial breaks. So, let me get this out of the way.
1: Well, before you go into that, I wanted you just to comment on that soundbite I played from 1996.
3: What would you like me to comment on it about?
1: We've gotten... Much worse. Now, There's, they've just brought in tons more of these people that believe this.
3: Yes. Well, I, that's the point of the clip, to shock people, to make them understand what these people do. I turned my phone off. Oh, no. The, the alarm, alarm works even when the phone's off. <laughs> I hate that. That happened to me in court.
1: Alarm in the studio.
3: And, man, the judge was pissed. I said, I turned it off. It said, "Turn off your cell phone." I turned it off, but I have alarms. And the alarm goes off even when it's off. It, anyhow, um, <laughs> where were we? Oh, yeah, the legal aliens. Uh, that was ninety six, and I've heard a lot worse, by the way. But it's got much worse since then. But li- listen to, do you hear what they said? We, de- we need to be deported. <clears throat> it's not our fault that you failed to develop as a civilized society so that you were easily taken over by the European colonists. You were backward. You were tribal. You didn't own land. Don't. didn't have the concept of owning land.
1: I love that they say we have an obligation as white people to die.
3: Oh, yeah. They, all kinds of lovely stuff. They They hate our guts. But... Uh, well, if it makes you feel any better in Mexico, they don't like the uh, the Mexicans that look European, that have European blood. Yeah, they 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 discriminate against them. So anyway. Uh,
1: Before you go on to this story, I just want to say one thing. They said that they pick our fruit, right? And they clean our stuff. If we're gone, who's going to give them the money to do that? If we're all gone
3: Look what happens <laughs> what, what happens when the Europeans leave any place they've been? It goes in a tank. It turns into a third world hellhole. Just pay attention. If it wasn't for capitalism, India would still be a hellhole. Anyway, from yeah, we got, you heard me. It be oh capitalism is enslavement. Capitalism made up word anyway, but no, it works. In India Approximately two hundred million people were lifted out of poverty due to becoming more capitalized. Capitalism works.
1: I hate your phone. Can you make sure that I didn't mess it up? He's got this new phone. I don't even know what the name of it it's, is.
3: It's it's even got, but it's got visual aids for those that can't figure <laughs> things out.
1: I, can, I can't tell it, and it's like huge. It's a moxie.
3: Yes, moxie. <laughs> I don't want to do a commercial for Moxie. No, uh, but you, if you go, if you look on Amazon.com dot com for uh, Moxie, you'll find very affordable uh, um, smartphones. You know that are unlocked.
1: I know that everybody's so used. To, his phone is huge, as far as I'm concerned. It's
3: almost a phablet. It really <laughs> is. It's, it's it's almost got the phablet size. They do have those. They do. They're called phablets. They're well, giant. I've seen. I think they're wider than this. I
1: think I've seen those those phones. Honestly, I didn't turn it off right.
3: No, it was off.
1: No, I mean I didn't turn off the alarm correctly.
3: Well, I don't see it anymore, but so you must have. I
1: must have. I was making sure. I when it comes to electronic and computer stuff and mechanical, don't even go there with me. <laughs> they hate me. They hate
3: well, me. you know, it's it. It has a slider. <laughs> If you go one way, there's a bunch of Z's. Is <laughs> it snoring? Well, so sleep, right? Uh, the other way has an eye.
1: I think I've seen the phones that you're talking about. They're like really, really big.
3: They're they're bigger than this.
1: Yeah, but I'm not used to having a bigger phone because mine is not.
3: Well, big. this is bigger than uh, most of the phones out there, which is why I don't have a case for it.
1: If you can't find a case for it, that's it's one of the problems. Too tall. Yeah. It's
3: five and a half inches tall. So, anyway. Thank you. Big phone.
1: Thank you for double-checking me.
3: No problem.
1: I have to be double-checked when it comes to things like this.
3: Yeah, technology and Susan, they just don't work well together.
1: (laughs) We don't work and play well together at all.
3: So before I go on with the show, before I was interrupted the last time, let me get this out. If you're a Twitter person you want to follow me on Twitter, it's at Brian Bonner. Spell it right. And if you want to... Hook up on Facebook. It is Brian Bonner nine zero. Easy peasy. I'm also on LinkedIn. Referral stuff. I don't. I'm. I'm all over the place. Uh, so anyway, yeah. And if you want to follow the show page, if you want to get involved with the show page with the other people out there, there's a page set up on. I'm trying to get this. Do I have one? I don't have one on Twitter. Facebook page, I know. I don't no I don't think I made one on Twitter. I don't know. Maybe. Just do uh, if you're either on Twitter or Facebook, just do search for the Uncooperative Radio Show. Uh, page will come up. Also, you can listen to our show live Sundays and Thursdays, eight PM Eastern time. And you can hear us rebroadcast it on Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio, last count, 44 shows. That's a lot of shows. I have not listened to all of them. (laughs) Uh, So, 44 shows, two studios. Go over, check it out, listen to it. It's 24-7, conservative talk radio, 24-7, streaming. Now, what happens, you say, if you don't have any data left? So you can't use the app that you could download. Uh, you can't use your, another way into it that uses data. So what are we going to How could you listen? Oh, well, I'm going to tell you. We have 24-7 free listener lines. You can listen to any show in Studio A or Studio B using the listener lines. For Studio A, the listener line is 605. Come on, I've given you enough time to get a pen and paper. Six zero five five six two four two zero nine. Six zero five five six two four two zero nine, And we're rebroadcasted on Studio A Tuesdays and Fridays at 5 p.m. Eastern Time. Studio B, 24 hour listener line, 518 712 we We're rebroadcasted Sunday, 12 a.m. Eastern Time on Studio B. Tuesday, nine AM Eastern time and Friday, eight PM Eastern time. Oh, it's Studio B. How could it be, Studio B? And for those that listen to Talk Shoe, we're still pretty popular over there. We're still uploading shows to Talk Shoe as well. Talk cast ID nine four six one or just do a search for the uncooperative radio show. You could also do a search over there for War of Women of the Revolution. That's Susan's show. It's really good. It comes a, it's history from a different angle. The women. Uh, she's uh, uncovered quite interesting stuff, and it's free. Go over, just go over to TalkShoe. and do a search and start listening or downloading whatever you want. It's all free. We encourage you to give our uh, educational stuff away, burn them to this, give them to people. We don't care, but don't charge people money. All right, from statesmanjournal.com, Salem, Oregon. Wow, we're in Oregon a lot. The city's experiment with getting goats to do its dirty work has failed the smell test. Literally. They tried that here in Montana, too. It, It just really did work out. Remember, for weeds, they used to have goats. They had a... Uh, goat farmer that they had a contract I thought that with. was in Florida. Oh, no, no, no. no that's here. right. In Helena. Yep. They
1: tried to do it. The Helena the capital, right? Yeah, It
3: didn't work out. It, it, it well, just, it
1: didn't work out, not because of the goats. It didn't work out because of the union. The union.
3: The union, yeah. the people and uh, predators. Like stray dogs. It seemed like an environmentally good idea at the time Set 75 rented goats loose and Nine point one acres of City Park to chomp and chew invasive plants such as Armenian blackberry and English ivy that were choking native flora out of the Minto Brown Island Park.
1: Okay. They did they did not do their research, Brian, because you know They would eat
3: the book they would eat the blackberries, they would eat everything.
1: Right, and not only that, they wouldn't eat the barbs from the blackberry bushes. They would just eat the leaves. They wouldn't eat those the stems. They have barbs on them
3: right well that doesn't mean
1: that's kind of stupid
3: i don't know how that affects goats they they do eat weeds unfortunately they eat all kinds of things
1: you said i did it right
3: i said i thought you did it right there you go but you didn't (laughs) so goats we want goats 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 and lots of goats so the city responding to community interest launched a pilot project last October, contracting with Yoder Goat Rentals. There's a goat rental? Yoders. <laughs> That's Yoder a, Goat he, Rental. He's, uh, Yoder is an uh, Amish name. I've met a lot of Yoders out here. They come I, here to help health mine.
1: I can't believe that there's a goat
3: rental. Out of Molala to remove the invasive species. But in a report submitted this week to the Salem City Council... Public Works Department revealed that the six-week project cost the city almost five times what it would normally have spent had it removed the vegetation using more conventional, less odiferous methods. The, The best way to do that is buy the goats, let them eat, then slaughter them, and give it away to the poor people. Problem solved.
1: I don't understand. We had goats down in Florida. They are not stinky animals.
3: Well, you get enough of them in in a confined space. They are any animal in an overconfined space is going to stink.
1: But I mean, their poops are like they're, they're so. I know like,
3: the little berries.
1: Yeah, <laughs> like little berries. They're yep. not, you know, like cow patties.
3: But, yeah, but it builds up, and then it starts breaking down. Hence, odoriferous. According to the report presented Monday, the total cost of the city for using the nannies and billies which were university welcomed by park users as a pleasant pastoral addition to the scenery, was $20,719. Ruminate on that, if you will. No one knows what that means. <laughs> no, they don't. This amount, included paying the contractor a 11375 flat rate for the goat rental, 2560 for goat monitoring, and $540 to remove weeds in order to erect temporary fencing to contain the goats. The city had to clear a perimeter path, rent a portable bathroom for the contractor who remained on site, and bring in potable water, which cost $4,203. Only the government could make water cost $4,203. It also paid $2,041 for an inmate crew to remove blackberry canes after the goats ate all the leaves, but left the bramble.
1: See? I told you. They weren't going to eat the
3: Oh yeah, they the, they usually don't. If <laughs> it's really thorny, they're, yeah. Yeah,
1: they're not going to. That's you. why
3: it is really thorny. It's, but it it stops ru- it stops the ruminids from ruminating. Uh, in other words, it stops stuff like deer from eating it. Browsers, deer, moose, etc. Elk. Elk. Yeah, I was thinking uh, my mind was stuck up at the cabin in Alaska. That's I didn't say um, The city also had to deal with what the ghost left behind, which was a heavily fertilized area, said Mark Beckel, Public Works Operations Manager for the city of Salem. If you know what I mean, I, I do know what you mean. Let some pigs loose in their necks. Not too many. And they'll get around to root it all up and it, mix it all into the soil and you'll have the best dang soil you can imagine for growing anything. Just better have a plan for getting whatever you want established, established, because weeds are going to love that fertilization. They're going to grow, 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 grow.
1: You know, not only uh, because we were discussing having raised beds this year, because it's a nightmare to put anything in the ground around here, It's the Rocky Mountain. My girlfriend, she's in Virginia, which is... Her place has a lot of good fertile land, but she can't put anything in the ground either because of the critters, and she's going to make raised beds.
3: It's easier to protect than raised beds. It's just more efficient and... Speaking of soil. Yeah. And if you do uh, square foot gardening like I do, or a modification thereof, uh, you could get a lot in a very small place. Two people, you could start with two 4x4 raised beds and that'd be plenty to start with. That's what I'm going to start with. It's just the best place to put the beds uh, where the sun is affects my wildflower meadow. I don't want to kill the wildflowers off. so That's why I've always been hesitant to put it out there, but that's the only way it's going to get early morning sun because the The way the sun comes over the ridge line. Anyway, uh, so anyway, they had heavy fertilized area. They had not obviously planned to till in and plant, which was a mistake because that's the very next thing you need to do because those weeds are just going to come back.
1: Well, this whole thing, that's why I put it in the political smackdown because this whole thing was not thought out. And of course, it has to do with city government, right? Right. And that's why another reason you need to take your city back. Because if they have, we don't even know what this article doesn't say, if they had an open, uh, what do you call it, um, forum for citizens to say, yeah, yay or nay. They did say that the citizenry liked the idea, but did they ask them any questions?
3: <laughs> well, the goats will be a better way of getting rid of all the seeds and stuff uh, than if you used regular means, because regular means aren't quite as effective as the goats.
1: Well, actually, weeds the-
3: always come back. So they're saying, you know, if we had him for thirty-two hours, he could have done the same. He's going to have to come back. There's going to be more weeds. You got to plant something. So why not have the fertilized, so heavily fertilized, soil fertilized? And if you want the wild vegetation to grow there, it will. But I turn, you know, you got to turn the, the manure into the soil a little bit. But progs, they don't understand anything. Had the Sidley used maintenance operated for 32 hours, it could have achieved nearly the same results for $3,370. No, You would have had no fertilization. And you wouldn't have had the weeds actually eaten and processed and removed or returned as fertilizer. Since the park area is relatively flat, it can be mowed using a bobcat unit with a mow ring attachment. The site could still require a small inmate crew to clear vegetation from around trees and from tight corners. Other option would have been for the city to employ more inmate crews to clear the entire northeast corner of the park of blackberries using gas-powered weed eaters. This method would have cost the city $4,245, and you'll have to do it again Soon, In addition to being more expensive and a tad pungent, the goats also caused a few problems. While the targeting grazing was successful with the goats, removing ivy from the trees, around the leaves, from the blackberry canes, they were not selective about what they ate. They actually are selective. They they just, you mean, not deselective. They don't want them to eat... The native plants, but that's their normal food. All of it's the normal food. It doesn't, it doesn't turn its nose up at uh, native vegetation. Oh, that's not imported British ivy. I, I know it's English. Sorry. Uh, the imported case that goes devoured native plants along with invasive species, and they were drawn to the bark of certain trees. Yep, they will, including maples and hazelnut trees. Which they ate and damaged, Begel said. The native plants were nibbled to the ground but are expected to grow back next season. Yep, they will. Okay, but now, again- But if you kept doing that, they would die off. Uh, that's the point. And if you protect the trees with fencing, uh, that won't be a problem.
1: Again, be- why didn't the goat owner
3: go to this park and see what plants they had? And- between I don't know. There's a private individual. He can do whatever the hell he wants. So he doesn't run a very good business. Oh, well.
2: That's
1: exactly true. Because wouldn't you go like any kind of a site that you're going to be doing something on and go yep. investigate it?
3: Yep. If You should know these things about goats or so you shouldn't have a business where you actually have anything to do with goats. The trees weren't girdled, so the goat damage was minor. None of it was permanent. Man, they, they ate that tree spark, girded my whole tree in that pen until the thing fell over. Sweet gum. <laughs> it's in the Acer family. Uh, it's very, so it has so sweet properties, sort of like uh, maples, and they look sort of like maples, but it's not like maple syrup. But it's sweet still, and so the goats just love to eat the, you know, the bark and the cadmium layer. Anyway, uh, the trees weren't girdled, blah. Back to credits, the goat herd for moving the goats frequently to keep them from further damaging the area the bad smell was another issue the goats were lovely to look at according to the park's users but the area had a barnyard aroma during the time the goats were present said the report the project has left some sheepish about trying again but the city isn't willing to kick the goats off a cliff just yet
1: (laughs) he's a little colorful in his writing you
3: it seems so We made it clear at the council meeting that we would not say we would never use goats again, Bechtel told, said. We consider them a special tool in our toolbox, but you're not going to see large numbers of happily grazing goats in our park system anytime soon. Rachel and Bill McCullough, who have been renting goats since 2010, said they have asked the city's public works department for a meeting to evaluate the project and talk about ways to make the service work better for the municipality in the future. Rachel said the couple's business has been growing annually, and they have clients from Eugene to Portland.
1: Now, I am just so shocked that the unions haven't parped on that, because what we said earlier, that's what happened in Helena. They were like, oh, no, 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 no. And that's what happened in Florida. They wanted to do the same thing in Florida with the union. Yeah, the,
3: the unions uh, scoffed that. Not here in Helena. They did it, but there were too many problems.
1: I remember that.
3: One well, of it was the goats got out. Oh, that's right, where they I were remember supposed to be, and he didn't have a goat herder.
1: I remember there. that they were like running free,
3: right, so they were, <laughs> they were like, well, they finally got rid of the goats, and the the deer moved in, and the deer eat the same things the goats do because they're both browsers. Their goats go through parks in places like Wilsonville, and they serviced difficult terrain for the Army Corps of Engineers, really. They have more than 100 goats on their ranch, approaching 125 now this season for the goats to be born. And the Minto Brown Project was not the... you're not but, was well, the most acreage I, I, they sorry. tackled. <laughs> yes, and the Minto Brown Project was the most acreage they tackled. Rachel said she was proud of getting the city of Salem's job done early, which allowed it to come in under bid, she said. Rachel said she and her husband tried to match the number of goats to the scope of the project, and she hopes work with the city again. I'm sure she will, because they sound like progs. They really don't want to give up on the goats, even though the bobcats cheaper. (laughs) Bechtel said there might be places. Well, look, that's what progs do. They think everything that's failed before will work this time. (laughs) There might be places in the city where goats... Use could be worth the added cost. They could do well on very steep slopes, hillsides, and embankments. Places where you can't get a mower or a crew. So we'll never say never, but they're just not cost effective for a project like this, Bechtel said. Just not cost effective. They're goats. You're doing it all wrong. You eat them. Or you get milk from them. Goats are for food. So you put them in there, you fatten them up, then you slaughter them, and Send the skins off to be turned into clothes or mittens or muffs, whatever they have the meat go to the shelters food or banks, banks etc
1: the food bank here gets- goat is
3: good eating you have no idea
1: the food bank here uh does that they, better than deer they what the hunters go and they get the uh when they get their catch or whatever you call it and they donate the meat to the food bank here in and Mont- Butte.
3: That's nice.
1: So you get venison when the- when it's yeah you know, we've we've gotten
3: elk venison bear no not bear we- buffalo.
1: But yeah, and you know, remember we did that story a couple years ago that the uh, the states were stopping doing that, allowing private citizens to do that. Yeah, to give them food to homeless shelters and the food bank, like yeah, really. They tried.
3: They did that in Alaska. They made it against the law for a while. I don't. I guess they fought it and got it back but yeah talk about the idiot prognosis that it's demeaning to feed game meat to the homeless I don't know what people have a problem with game meat it's meat it's good it's good for you if it's handled right if it's handled bad and cooked wrong then it tastes like crap it's all really I think it's all in the slaughter you just you gotta slaughter them quick You gotta bleed them out, and then you gotta get them cold fast. So, from the butcher table to the freezer, that was Susan's job.
1: Yep. Alright.
3: And all she did was cry the whole time. (laughs) I did. Oh, you've got a button to push? I really do. Oh, go ahead.
4: What would you do for Obamacare?
3: Greetings, comrade,
4: and what would you do for Obamacare? What? Yes, you. Would you talk your mother into taking these federally subsidized pills in place of her upcoming bypass surgery? Sure. Hey, Mom, I got great news. You don't got to go to the hospital after all. Just take these here pills and you'll be better in no time. What would you do for Obamacare? care? Greetings, Comrade! What would you do for Obamacare? Eh, beats me. Would you leave your children hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt? Mm, Yeah, why not? Hi. Sign here. And here. And here. What would you do for Obamacare? Greetings, comrade. What would you do for Obamacare? Comrade, would you publicly denounce the Republican Party and all it stands for? What? Would you agree to be passed at government expense to a protest rally in front of Rush Nimble's home and walk around waving a sign that says, Rush to Fascism? You're kidding me, right? Would you be willing to dress up like Hitler and attend an extra tea party in your area? Mister, if you don't walk away from me right now, I'm going to beat the shit. What would you do for Obamacare? Greetings, Comrade. What would you do for Obamacare? Me? Well, hell, I'd do just about anything. Would you tear up the U.S. Constitution? You bet I would. Here you go. What would you do for Obamacare? Greetings, Comrade. What would you do for Obamacare? Obamacare? Would you agree to donate your organs to medical science at the moment of your death? Well,
3: sure. I mean, if it might help save lives, I... What would you do for
4: Obamacare?
3: Okay, thank you, Dark Prince, D-A-R-C-P-R-Y-N-C-E. Go check out his YouTube channel. Of course, it's time for Medical Madness from CNS News. A strain of so called super lice has hit a reported 25 states, causing concern and frustration among parents because the bugs can't be killed with most over the counter treatments. Super lice, we have now?
1: And the Zika virus. This is all because of these pieces of crap, brown Central American people here they're sitting next to our kids in school
3: they're everywhere the treatments known as pyrethroids had a 100 percent success rate in 2000 against lice but now only work in 25 percent of cases ksdk.com reported
1: okay so 2000 what 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 could possibly have happened between 2000 and 2014 don't know and 2016.
3: Well, I don't know because 2004 is Bush. Yes, but 2014. 2008
1: is Obamacare. Right. But they just got all these these pieces of crap aliens in here in the past two years. And now we have super life. We have the Zika virus. We have increase in TB. No one is putting. Where is the CDC? Where did this come from? Why aren't they telling us? It doesn't
3: matter. That's a. I don't. I think the CDC does that. Yeah, it should, but it, I've never read anything by the CDC that was important.
1: I mean, they're lying to us, Brian.
3: Well, when they tell you that guns are a disease and they're medical personnel, I think you can see that they're a little ridiculous and they have something else going on besides medical.
1: Well, that's the same thing with the Zika virus. They're just saying, oh, it's just the people that traveled in and out of the country. No, they gonna, brought it if, here. Yeah, they're
3: not going to tell you the truth. Why are you expecting the truth all of a sudden? You're going crazy. they tip to you forever. A new FDA-approved treatment called Air Alley, which was developed by Lice Clinics of America, has been found to be effective against the super lice with treatments costing about $170.
1: Did you remember when we were reporting on these people at all these retention centers, how they were saying they had lice and they had to all be treated?
3: We used heated air and we dehydrate the lice and the eggs in a single treatment. Claire Roberts, CEO of Lice Clinics America, told KSDK.com, it takes about an hour and we guarantee it. Really? What if I just shave my head?
1: You're going to shave a little girl's head? A little seven-year-old girl who has this?
3: When I was a kid, any kid that had lice got their head buzzed. No questions asked. Too bad. Lice, regular lice was a problem when we were growing up in school. The one with super lice. Super Not even when I was a paramedic, there wasn't super lice. I know, because I got liced more than once by homeless people. That's fun, taking a shower in that... Uh, it's, it's basically, it's toxic uh, bug killer. It's, it's an insecticide, not the pyrethrin type that you bathe in. It's pretty, ugh, pretty harsh shampoo, but it worked. I guess it doesn't work on this, though. Again, I'd have had to shave my head. While some insurance companies will cover the cost of treatment, experts say the likely best medicine in this situation is prevention. Parents should teach their children about the repercussions of sharing hats, hairbrushes, and contact with another's hair, KDSK.com reported.
1: Really? You're going to do that in Spanish and English, too? Because most of these kids can't speak English.
3: Uh, I don't know. I don't care. For those parents who they are abuse centers, why, why do you have to like question the amount of abuse? Of course the government's abusing children in the abuse centers, right? No?
1: They're putting our kids in with these bound pieces of crap!
3: No, we are. The parents are. The parents are on no obligation to drop their kids to public school. You can drop your kids to private school. Alright, uh... uh, So now they've got to be paranoid about hair that's gonna be fun for kids for those parents whose children do come home with lice experts caution not to panic and to stick to what they know old-fashioned nitpicking will help but may take longer than usual Ex- you mean nitpicking is a real thing <laughs> nitpicking just to be always picking it a bothering him but that's that's a that that's the what you do with lice? Lice or nits?
1: I never heard of that
3: before. Experts instruct parents to vacuum where hair has fallen, wash bedding in hot water, and throw stuff animals, stuff animals, <laughs> and clothing in a hot dryer for 20 to 30 minutes.
1: You know what I just heard? A new public. Announcement. Hey, can you throw
3: your kid in a dryer for 20 to 30 minutes?
1: You know what I just heard? A public um, a PSA? No. About bed bugs.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah. I was here for that.
1: I'm like, really? That's another thing we have since these brown pieces of crap have come in. Bed bugs.
3: Super tuberculosis, and on and on it goes. Measles. A graphic from the American Chemical Society, an advocacy group for the chemical enterprise, illustrates which states have reported outbreaks which span from the west to the northeast and the south.
1: Okay, I looked at the map. Yeah, it's all of the Northeast, right? Yeah. And then all the border states back up to California. Uh-huh. The whole Midwest, including us and the Dakotas, Uh-huh. and Washington and Oregon,
3: Uh-huh. Nothing. Yet. You mean yet? Just a matter of time.
1: Well, they haven't put brown pieces of crap here.
3: Well, we don't know that. And uh, certainly... They've taken refugees in Montana before, but I saw the list of uh, where they're going. The the brown pieces of crap, as she calls them, uh, the brown. I get the brown cancer. Not coming to Montana, even though I happen to know the governor's up is open to it.
1: Yeah, but we the people aren't.
3: No, we're not. But since when? as they listen to us.
1: They're going to start Come on, listening-
3: Brian Schweitzer and russia he vetoed, you have no idea, you weren't following it. He vetoed so many important, so much important legislation coming out that most of Montanans wanted. He didn't care. It was not progressive, it was vetoed.
1: Yeah, I know, but a lot, but the legislatures uh, overruled him on a lot of that stuff.
3: No, some of it. Come on, you remember with the stupid Brandon Iron, right? Yeah. <laughs> It was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. There was like eight bills that he branded as vetoed.
1: Yeah, tell the folks. He to took a branding iron that. to was the that, documents. That said veto on it. Yes.
3: <laughs> and he burnt it into the, the stupidest display of nonsense I've ever seen a government official do. It was actually, it was embarrassing. So uh, from the ass, oh, shaded Press, Attorneys for a parole transgender inmate. Can we stop there, please? Because I don't want to go any further. (laughs) Look, you trannies. (laughs) Since you still call yourself transgender, I guess we can still call you trannies, huh?
1: I'm calling them trannies. They're in our face, Brian.
3: California has agreed to let a court order stand that would have provided their client with state-paid sex reassignment surgery. That's the new thing. People get arrested on purpose so they can go get their sex changes.
1: That's pretty horrible. Bergdahl
3: did it. Remember?
1: That was a pretty horrible way to get surgery.
3: Very expensive surgery. That's probably the only way they could ever get it.
1: Yeah, but prison. Why would you incarcerate yourself for Because they're
3: insane. They have mental problems. That's why they want to change their gender. Yes, I'm sorry. Bruce Jenner is still Bruce Jenner. And, uh... If he wants to get a sex change, I'll still call him Bruce Jenner. He's an ugly woman by the way. I don't know why he wants to be a woman. Ugh. but again, he needs to seek help not not everyone telling how brave and wonderful he is on all the talk show. Huh? look at, isn't it wonderful that a man is so screwed up he's he, his gender identity is a woman and he dresses just looks just like a woman. Oh my. Uh, i I think he needs counseling I'm sorry they wasn't born that way homosexuals weren't born that way either they're abused that way they are victims of sexual abuse they can be fixed they have been fixed psychiatrists have done it but it's banned they're not allowed to do it in many states like California you can't you can't have gender identity treatment in California for children and teenagers and all. no sorry, you can't do that. You so what are you going to tell me what I can do with my kid? Good luck.
1: Well, the thing that gets me about all this, and I'll let you get back to the article in a minute, is how empowered these freaks are. And yes, I'm sorry, Brian, they're in our face. I get to call them whatever the heck I want.
3: Too many guilty white liberals, l- low information voters, and misinformed Voters. That's they're all a problem. Uh, and of course, black people that just vote D because, or anybody that just votes D or R, but worse D.
1: And You're part of the problems. Godlessness.
3: Yeah, God forbid we have God. Boy, I said God twice. Oh, there it goes again.
1: You going to follow an atheist around?
3: I will. <laughs> <laughs> I will if I could find one. <laughs> All right, uh, from the as I don't I don't know they don't last long around me. Be, my one of my friends here in Montana was an atheist when I met him, and uh, he believes in God now. Does he really? Yeah.
1: Oh, I didn't. I didn't get the update.
3: No, you weren't listening. Oh, what a surprise! A woman that's not listening when her husband speaks. <laughs> All right. Um, so anyway, the transgender inmates say in California has agreed to let a court order stand, that would have provided their client with state-paid sex reassignment surgery. The Associated Press reports the settlement announced Tuesday doesn't assist 52-year-old Michelle Lael Norsworthy. Well, if it, what are you talking about? Is, is it a woman wants to be a man now? Who was released last summer after serving 30 years in prison on second-degree murder charge, according to the transgender law center? There's what? a transgender law center. I really, know.
1: I I read this, but I I still said to myself, "What? He does a cold shot." There folks.
3: is one for every minority group. This that's they're just killing us with the minority lawsuits, according to the that settlement thing. There, Norsworthy and will let an earlier ruling by U.S. District Judge. John Tigger...
1: No, 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 no. You missed the whole settlement.
3: The settlement has the state agreeing to cover $500,000 in attorney fees for Norsworthy and will let an earlier ruling by U.S. District Judge John Tigger of San Francisco to stay on the books as a legal precedent for other transgender inmates.
1: How in God's name are they getting all these courts getting involved in sex?
3: Because... They're Pragues and their Prague courts. That's why. SF Gate reports that Norsworthy is now trying to arrange medical coverage for the surgery. What the state of California did to me was not right, Norsworthy said in a statement. I was denied medical care, experienced repeated and brutal sexual assault, and suffered the daily rejection of my basic humanity and identity for thirty years. Wow. Well, if you've gone this long, you might as well go the rest of the way. This settlement is a message that transgender people's medical needs are real and cannot be dismissed by the state just because of who we are. And who you are is sick, mentally ill, and you need help, not encouragement.
1: But that's what they're giving. Everybody's giving these people I know what they're
3: doing. I don't know who thinks being transgender is brave and wonderful. It's stupid. It's idiotic. It's dysfunctional. And we're dysfunctional for thinking... Along the lines I I describe people are thinking. This was wonderfully brave. Oh, isn't it great? Did you hear them all after that? The the whole tour of all the shows everywhere? All the little cackling hens from uh, FNC to MSLSD. There's way too many women in news, by the way.
1: Well, you know what? Fox started that.
3: It's, it's just becoming ridiculous. Oh, wait. Are we going to be able to sue for affirmative action to make sure we have our quota of white heterosexual males in, in places now? Because there doesn't seem to be enough of it in some of these news institutions. They need more men. Boy, will women be pissed when we start doing it back to them, huh? Like all the other minorities. Once we become a minority, we get to do it, right? Oh, no, it doesn't work that way. Because the people that are minority now are progs and commies and lefties. And they'll kill us and put us in re-education camps and torture us. It's going to be just a wonderful progressive world to live in. And uh, don't tell me what I could dismiss you of or my state could dismiss by you. I am sorry. Taking that stuff out of the treatment manual for psychiatrists means psychiatry is a joke. If you can't tell that these people need mental help, then you don't deserve to be a psychiatrist and you shouldn't be messing around with anybody else. Messing around in people's brains when you don't even know what you're talking about.
1: Okay, I forgot to put this um, in the copy. Well, read the end of that anyway.
3: I did. The 30
1: years. Oh, who we are. You did do it. Oh, my God. (laughs) I cannot believe that this woman is going to get (laughs) $500,000 so that she can get a sex change.
3: I haven't figured out whether it's a man or a woman yet because, you know, Prog's might already be transgendering her as a woman rather than she's a woman that wants to be a man. She's a man that wants to be a woman. And so they're calling her by... <clears throat> her woman name to be politically correct,
5: oh, and yet that's they right. don't. And yet they
3: don't <laughs> tell us, so we have no idea the gender of this person. Isn't that amazing?
1: That we're even asking what the gender of this person is is amazing.
3: Well, her, it doesn't matter. It only matters the gender identity.
1: We live in a screwed up world. <laughs> we really do.
3: Yes, upside down, <laughs> backwards world homosexuals, well, LGBTs are wonderful, and white heterosexual males are the worst thing on the planet. Upside down backwards world. Because we all know who really causes most of the crime, and ain't, it ain't Shea Whitey, right? Well, that's just because of white privilege, and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> no, that's because we don't live in a culture that says live on welfare, Father children but never take care of them. Sell drugs and be a gangster. Listen to disgusting lyrics of rap music. Ugh. They like it that way. I can't stand. I couldn't understand. How could you just ex- want to live like this? But they do. Huh? So, <clears throat> yeah, we know who you are. Another loud mouth minority. That's going to teach wa- old white Rich men, a lesson. Well, I'm not rich, so you can kiss my backside. I didn't remember much privilege growing up either. I don't know what these people are talking about, these minorities. They, the ones of privilege, they get fed, don't they? They get money from the government uh, for their clothing, don't they? They get their medical care taken care of, don't they? That sounds pretty privileged to me. I I got none of that growing up. I went out on my own and made my way in the world, old-fashioned way. I worked hard. And mostly kept my mouth shut and my ears open.
1: Well, you make a good point because when I was going to school, I mean, it took me seven years to get a four-year degree. Because we were married, we had to pay bills, I had to work part-time, and no, go no. to school part-time.
3: White privilege. <laughs>
1: It wasn't easy.
3: He drove a car that the trunk was all messed up and tied down and had a trailer light for taillights. And what was it? The, with the door, the driver's door didn't close. The driver's
1: door did not close.
3: Yeah. And, uh, oh, and you had to manually work the choke in the cold weather because the choke didn't work either.
1: Yeah. And I had to spray starter fluid in it.
3: Work to get it to start. But it works.
1: (laughs) at two o'clock in the morning.
3: We couldn't afford to fix it. <laughs> it's an old clunker, and then uh, if I was going to fix it, it would have been before the stupid old lady who really was privileged ran into the back of my stalled-out car and claimed that I backed into there. Once you, you know, when you get hit from behind, it's supposed to be a no-brainer, right? That's it. You're hit from behind, person hits you from behind, that's it. They're wrong. Not so much anymore, it seems.
1: Well, I want to get your take rolling. But we, we,
3: we taught our insurance company a thing or two. Go ahead.
1: I wanted you to comment on this. This is from Fox News. The U.S. I meant to put it in the copy. The U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention on Friday reported six confirmed and probable cases of sexual transmission of the mosquito-borne Zika virus from male travelers to female non-travelers.
3: Oh, I, I guess that just whores that... That uh, Wait for people to come visit and then they have sex with them?
1: Yeah, what the hell?
3: I'm just saying, it doesn't sound uh, like an intelligent statement. The
1: findings suggest that sexual transmission of the virus might be more common than previously reported, the CDC said.
3: It was previously reported that it's transmitted by sex. In fact, if you paid attention with what they recommended in other countries to do that where the Zika virus is, it would be kind of obvious why? Why are they saying, please, you know, men wear a condom? Always make sure you're a condom. Uh, if that's one, it's obviously one of the ways it's transmitted.
1: This is this is telling me that they there is a huge secret out there about this, and they're not it's telling. It's not us. as
3: huge as you think. What what they're not what's huger is they're not telling you all of it. There's more to all this stuff. Like I said. What about the uh, resisted super tuberculosis that they brought in? What about bringing measles back to the country? What about bedbugs? What about superlives? What about – they're undoing our – they're turning us back into a third-world country. They're destroying the United States of America of what's left of it. Now it's going to be disease-ridden and socialist – Yay! What a what a way to s- spread around that social justice. Told you, just means we all suffer equally. Yeah, and we are. Well, s- some people still aren't. Okay. Well, <clears throat> you need to
1: tell the folks how to, to stop this. Stop what? Stop what's happening to our country.
3: There's only two ways. There's only one way I can think of without a massive bloody revolution. And that's the plan to take back your states from the ground up. Start your public schools and work your way up. Do we have enough time? I don't know. You don't know. Let's not try and figure it out. Let's just keep working the plan. Keep the grassroots efforts that we have going, going. And get more of them going. We need to take every state back from the ground up with liberty-minded constitutionalists. People who understand the Constitution... People understand liberty. People understand limited government. Those are the people we need to get into. Those that also understand the the Constitution as per the sovereignty of the states over the national government. Yeah. That's what we reassert once we get back to governor. Once you work all the way up to governor, not only you guys be partying all the time because it's going to be like the roaring 20s, uh, but now they can make the move you can say no more federal money no more federal government get out of my state no you don't own any lands in my state get out uh, unless you have a military base that's allowed no public parks of any kind no matter what they call it it is not in the constitution
1: and on your timeline for twitter Aren't you saying you said to me the other day that the Tea Party's still out there. They're just no one's reporting on what they're doing because they're working so much behind the scenes.
3: They've been consistently. I just said they keep working the grassroots effort we've been doing. It's if it, they're doing it, they're not going to report on it. The media's in tank for the other team. And that's fine. I don't want them to know what we're doing anyway. <laughs> that's a good point. Because I want it to be a big surprise when it happens. Stealthy, like a rouse, like a rat trap. Snap.
1: <laughs> stealth mode. That's you right. want them to be in stealth I'll, I'll, mode.
3: Just, sorry, take a little bit. I took a little bit from the book of Islam on that one.
1: It's the stealth mode stuff.
3: It's yeah, stealth jihad.
1: <laughs> yeah. Which they're doing right now.
3: Of course. And depending on where you are, they're in different stages. Europe, it's changing drastically into full jihad possibilities. But we'll just have to wait and see. It's interesting times. It's like watching television, isn't it?
1: No, it's not. (laughs) It's getting dicey. (laughs)
3: Yeah, well, that, again, that's what it means to yeah, be an interesting time. Now,
1: again, California is going to allow the taxpayer dollars not only to house and feed that person going back to the transgender for thirty years. They're yes. gonna they're going to pay this settlement on top of it. Yep. Do you know how much? Thirty years of of taking care of one of a I, person. Yeah.
3: Why can't we give them a bill? Give them the five hundred thousand, but then give them a bill for what it costs to keep them for thirty years. Oh, you gotta be kidding me! Food, medical, dental, haircuts, clothes, cl- clothing. I don't know. Maybe you have to buy your own. I don't know. Clothing, <coughs> whatever. It-, it costs a long time over thirty years. That's a lot. I-, I don't know how much. I'd have to look at the numbers. How much it costs per year? Oh,
1: by the way, before we have to <coughs> before we have to go, I tried getting back to the first story. Uh, how much money the um, standoff cost uh-huh I'm not as good of researchers as you and my friend Deb I tried to find out how much it costs to run that refuge per year and I couldn't find it
3: oh it's very hard to find it. it's gonna be in the federal registry
1: I mean i tried for two days to look for this and even all the but like I said you're a better researcher than I I couldn't find it because I wanted to put that in with the article because how much does it they're, they're talking about how much the standoff cost? I know. Much how much, much the, does it
3: cost per year to, to run house? It. Oh, no. You want to know not how much it costs to house the criminal?
1: No, I'm talking about the standoff, the the uh,
3: refuge. What about it? I oh, how much uh, it costs to run the refuge? Yeah,
1: how much it costs to run that refuge.
3: Good luck. Their accounting skills in the federal government are always like, I don't know. We can't find $2 billion. Oh, well. It happens every time they do an audit of whatever. They're always it's missing it's gone they can't account for it, and nobody loses their job. maybe they got a promotion even
1: I guess I have to do a FOIA to find out how much the tape
3: costs. It does it's because it, uh, they're
1: complaining how much the standoff was so I want to know how
3: much it, it, it costs to you, run it you wouldn't you can't find that out online because it's it's in it has to be worked out of the budget for the BLM who's running it the Bureau of land management so. Uh, only they know how much of that money goes to any given place that they do what they have to do. They don't have to report constantly, obviously, on everything they do. Otherwise, they wouldn't be audited and go, oops, we've lost billions of dollars. Oops. And with that, we're out of time. It's been the uncooperative Radio Show. I'm your host, Brian Bonner from UnquapitBlogger.com. You're listening on com. And say goodnight, Susan.
1: night, Susan. And we're out of here.
0: Actually a lot. So sign up now at chumbacasino dot That's chumbacasino dot No purchase necessary, group. void prohibited by law, see terms and conditions, eighteen plus.